Hello, and welcome to Ghost Divers. This is an anime podcast on the x Audio Network. I am your co-host, Neve, and I'm joined, as always, by your other co-host, Connor. Hello. Um, and today, we are covering chapters 46 through 49 of Nana, all of which were published in volume 13. Um, and as you can also hear, uh, I still just got this bronchitis thing going on. So, I think I'm just um, so used to yeah. that that I don't even hear it anymore. Uh, I don't like how my voice sounds right now, but um, yeah, it um, it, it I think it sounds great. Uh, th- that's just me though. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it is that I just I can hear it. I can hear the way that it's a little bit different, and it just reminds me that I've been like sick with this for like a month at least. Um, that's fair. So, um, I would like to just stop coughing up like phlegm. This, uh, this has been like. I think I probably got a cold or something in there and it just like made it all worse again. Cause I felt like I was getting better. Um, and I never really felt like I had another sickness other than like, there was maybe like a couple days where I felt like a little bit more snotty or something again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, um, I'm, I'm tired and done with it, but hopefully I'll, hopefully I will recover at some point. Um, yeah, I'm hoping so too. Yeah. Uh, the alternative is, <laughs> is just pretty horrifying. So, I mean, I, I am going to uh, need to have an inhaler for like probably the rest of my life. But normally I do my daily inhaler and it's just fine. Right. You know, like I just breathe normally the rest of the day. Uh, maybe if I like really push myself exercising, I'll feel like, oh, I think I need like the rescue inhaler a little bit for like the asthma. Um but yeah, it's not like, oh, I'm going to bed. I should do the rescue inhaler because when I'm laying horizontally, if I don't do it before I go to bed, I will hear my breathing and it will be all like weird. <laughs> so it's so it's not it's not like that. Yeah. Oh, you mean normally like that's how it right is now, now it's like that. Yeah. 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 Right yeah. now. Yeah. I have to do do my inhaler, my rescue inhaler right before bed. Um, well, for the podcast, have, like, weird creaking. Uh, you, you sound good to me. Um, so hopefully yeah. that, that helps with something. Uh, um, so not a, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any preliminary remarks or should we get straight into the synopses? Um, I'll, I'll say briefly, just something that's been on my mind. Um, so, uh, obviously we're at volume 13 now. Um, so we've been doing this for quite, quite some time. Uh, and, I think there's a, a way that this point in the coverage, like the last few volumes too, um, there's a challenge with it where I think we did a lot of work very early on. I mean, all throughout the coverage, we've been talking about the themes and um, the characters and like basically unpacking everything that's going on <laughs> in the manga Um and now, so we've already like established this whole constellation of like themes and ideas and dynamics that are happening, um, that I think are really the core of the manga. Um, and then, so it's progressing like along those lines, and I think there's a way that I worry about like the analysis we're doing. I like, I worry that we're like fall into this place where it's like this incremental analysis where it's like, okay, yeah, here's the dynamic here. It's going forward like a step 
in this way, um, which I, it's not bad in and of itself, but it's just so different from like other ghost divers, the more condensed like ghost divers yeah. stuff we normally do. Um, and I think this is okay overall because even like with that, Nana is a manga where there's so much going on at any given moment <laughs> with the characters uh, and then just with like what the manga is pointing to and how it's drawing lines um, that even doing that incremental thing, like it's still very rich. And I think hopefully our last few episodes have attested to that. Um, but it's just harder to, to do in a way because you don't feel mm-hmm. like, oh, like here's this new thing. Um, so I guess for me, I don't really say this with any goal other than to just like acknowledge it. Um and then also say, I'm thinking about this while think like reading the the volume and then preparing for this episode. Um, I noticed, I think there's a, even within this like overall constellation of uh, again themes, ideas, whatever that are uh, constituting the the whole manga that are present in every volume. Um, there is there is some differentiation, uh, like there's in particular, uh, I think an overarching theme for volume thirteen um, that is set up early on and then like focused on. Um, so there there are like yeah. differentiations between the volumes and then like the overall core themes of each volume that are like, yeah, tying into everything else, advancing everything else, um, but also like creating this differentiation so it's not just like oh the same thing is going forward um or like deepening um there's all there's also like a shifting of perspective um and like different ideas still being brought in um and applied to like understanding the characters or just like the dilemmas that are happening um, so I guess like, again, <laughs> uh, I don't know what my goal is other than to just announce like, that's kind of how I'm approaching this now. Um, like we can refer to like, okay, yeah, this is the dynamic with Shin and Vera. Um, but also now we have this theme that's being pointed to at the top of for, like the volume 13 theme, uh, is like being tied to this. And so how does like, this can change or like get, it does in fact give us a different perspective on like the Shin Rera dynamic that already is very deep, but like we've, we've established, we've sounded that out pretty well. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, yeah. So I think that's probably good enough for, to complete this thought. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, that's my preliminary comment. Um. Well, should we get into synopses? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, okay, chapter 46. Nana and Ren retreat from the party to a room as they tire of the business of being engaged. <laughs> this is a, a great <laughs> sentence here. Uh, yeah. um, Hachi arrives and briefly crosses paths with Miyu and Nobu before Takumi grabs her and drags her to a private room to angrily forbid her from staying at the party. So he basically demands that she leaves. 
Yeah. Uh, Yasu intervenes and Hachi also, uh, heartened by Yasu's intervention, determines to ignore Takumi's orders to see Shin uh, so, so that she can, she can see Shin for his birthday. Uh, she also begins to consider her options if her relationship with Takumi ends uh, and decides that what she wants most is to return to room 707. Um, and we'll read this um, section later. Takumi confronts Shin about the lighter, uh, revealing that he has uncovered the truth of uh, Shin and Megra's relationship and uh, tells Shin to wait until he's 18 uh, to basically suspend their relationship until he's 18 uh, for, for reasons. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, if the reasons aren't obvious already, um, <laughs> meanwhile, Nobu has sex with Yuri in a private room while Miyu and Yasu begin to express some interest in each other. Nana wakes up after having breath play sex with Ren, and Ren worries he might actually kill her someday, because uh, it's implied that there's like an escalation of intensity in the this like breath play. Um, uh, but also uh, informs Nana that Yasu has texted to say that Hachi is at the party, uh, and Nana, of course, immediately runs off to find her. Chapter forty-seven: Nobu and Yuri, real name Asami continue to have sex, and Nobu promises Yuri that he will introduce her to Hachi as his girlfriend. Volume 13 theme, Nobu and Yuri yeah. continue to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, when he learns from Shin that Takami is furious about Hachi attending the party, and that the two might break up over it, Nobu distances himself from Yuri, much to Yuri's displeasure. We can obviously dive into this a little bit more but mm -hmm. uh meanwhile hachi and nana reconnect and nana invites hachi to spend the night in her room and also gives hachi the key to 707 saying it seems like she needs it however just as they start to settle in to spend the night together takumi comes to take hachi away and spitefully rapes her again as she is being raped hachi recalls the abandonment she felt the night the glasses broke chapter 48 uh, we go full fully into Hachi's flashback of the night when the strawberry glasses broke. Um, and she recalls, uh, which uh, we haven't actually seen this, um, her perspective of this uh, time yet. Uh, but she recalls the ways that Takumi was kind to her in the aftermath, uh, but also the ways he continues to hurt her, uh, like obviously right now. Um Yuri comes back to her room to find Nobu, and the two more or less make up. Um, basically, ignore their earlier <laughs> their earlier yeah. fight. Uh, they head to Nana's room so Yuri can wash off her makeup, because uh, Yuri like does. She left all of her toiletries and whatnot. Uh, and He's when not they get planning there, to spend the night. <laughs> yeah, uh, and when they get there, they find Nana absolutely shit faced. <laughs> um, Hachi returns to Nana's room as well. Uh, and after an awkward meeting between Hachi and Yuri, uh, Hachi and Nobu talk about their breakup and her decision to ultimately choose Takumi. Hachi then resolves to go back to her house the next day to try one last time to make it work with Takumi. Um, in prior chapters, she had threatened Takumi that she wasn't going to come back. Um, so now she, she chooses that she will, in fact, come back. In the morning, Hachi and Nana talk, and Hachi offers to help Nana with her with her marriage certificate, uh, but Nana declines help. 
Chapter 49. Returning home, Hachi apologizes to Takumi, and they ta- uh, they talk in the bath. Takumi trusts her with the secret of Shin and Reira with the hopes that she will handle it, which helps Hachi remember her love for Takumi. Meanwhile, Shin visits Nana and Ren's uh, hotel apartment, but quickly slips out to go to Reira's room, because as we remember, Reira is staying in the same hotel. Um, Yuri comes by Nobu's room, and the two have sex. So, <laughs> uh, Yuri and Nobu continue to have sex. Um, Miu, who can hear through the paper-thin walls, leaves to do laundry and runs into Yasu, who sees that she has been self-harming, and says uh, he's more worried about her than Nana right now. They begin talking over text um, as Blast goes on tour, and Hachi's parents come to visit her and Takumi. Her family is understanding of the wedding postponement and say he is sincere and kind. Hachi thinks about how that isn't true, but also that the happy days will balance out the sad. Uh, Blast arrives in Osaka, where the real Uehara Misato is excited to see the band. Uh, Sort of the cliffhanger for next volume. So yeah, um, yeah, back to the start of chapter 46. So obviously we love to do the, the first page. Um, mm-hmm. This intro page, we get uh, this view of sort of the, the mansion that the party's in um, lit up at night, like the, the, you know, lit up windows in the night. Um, and it says the place where Shin and Reira had their joint birthday party was this insane mansion in Kamakura where rich people have their vacation homes. It was an, it was an incredible party with at least 100 people. How is this really a house party? I guess they don't have the same perception of reality as celebrities. Um, and then the splash page that we get here is this spread of Hachi's birthday when she was a child. Um, so obviously there's like this immediate comparison here. Um, yeah, it, it has seems been a, two of her birthdays. Oh wait, actually. Is I, it, think, they, I think she's the one her? like the, yeah, I think the mom has her, the younger one is her little sister. Who's yeah. the, um, the Gangura. Yeah. Um, and then her, her older sister is, uh, off to the side holding the plates. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Um, but noticeably but yeah, scaled down, like the, a, yeah. a quote-unquote normal person birthday, where it's yeah. like just the family around the table with a cake and like some tea. Um, and yeah, there's there's this immediate like comparison here, obviously between this idea of like the celebrity birthday party, and then here's this like n- normal or mundane or like you know normal in scare quotes, obviously in the way that I pretty much always use normal, but. Um, <laughs> you know, typical expected, uh, within society, like family birthday party, uh, with a little cake and everything. Um, but the other thing that, especially when I, when I saw it this time struck me is she's going to Shin's birthday party and like Shin expresses that he's, nobody's ever thrown a birthday party for him before. So like, this is also something that Shin never had. <laughs> um, like he's gone immediately yeah. from nobody celebrates his birthday to this celebrity birthday that seems wild and outside of the you know perception that Hachi has. Um, yeah, and also c- carries other uh, uh, feelings <laughs> and baggage as well. Um, um, the thing that stood out just to, I think one more thing here. Um, the thing that stands out 
to me about these opening pages is the connection to um, Hachi's like uh, prior feelings about the gulf between like her and celebrities. Um, and when this was established, I can't remember the the volume, but I think it's the um, the volume where she meets Takumi, um, or like the the volume. Not the volume that ends with her being talking to me, but the one right after. But uh, yeah. it's like very similar. Uh, the start of the opening pages of the volume are her like voiceover narration um, talking about how when she was a girl, like she watched celebrities on TV, she felt they had a different world um, and that they were completely yeah. different and so on. Um, her mom but- was always just mom, right? Yeah. Like all- yeah. also compares it to these other limited ideas of like, you are this thing, and so that's, like, the totality of who you are, um, which obviously at the time ties into, like, the feelings that she's having around the expectations that she's supposed to have as a woman. Um, yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then this, like, dynamic of her her relationship to celebrity, um, but that being grounded in her childhood, uh, like, her childhood experience, and uh, us as the viewer, like, being shown her as a child um, in connection with these, these things. Um, and now we get it again. Like it goes back to her as a child, um, as like the root of, um, these feelings, uh, of disparity. Um, and like the, this worldview that she has, or, um, I guess just like the, the view of celebrity. Yeah. So maybe that will continue to be present and potentially problematic. Who knows? <laughs> um, so uh, the the actual chapter then starts on, you know, Nana going to a room, being fed up with the business of being engaged. Um, yeah, the, the fake, the, like, all of a sudden now the all of the record label guys are, like, doting on her and, um, like, schmoozing her uh, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Now that she's, like being getting married to ren and like a profitable asset yeah um of course when we first see her too uh in like this evening gown uh there's this these flowers which uh i believe these are the same um because it's the five sharp points mm-hmm. on the petals the same ones on hachi's uh yukata in the future that we saw and of oh, course there are catch. black butterflies as well yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, further linking the black butterfly to Nana. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, she goes back to her room where, where Ren has already, uh, you know, gone to escape as well. Um, I don't know if you have too much about this, the specific scene. Um, um, so, so Ren, uh, Nana calls out Ren for sneaking away on his own, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, I, I'm noticing is a pattern for him. Um, he's often like sneaking away, um, going off to like be by himself and like essentially hiding um, and separating himself. Um, yeah. So it's called out here like nonchalantly, uh, but it's going to happen again. Uh, yeah. later and I think the, the manga is pointing us to, to this 
Um, um, the other thing that I noted at the, the end of this too, um, so there's the part where Ren asks, uh, you know, says you went with the press conference knowing that, uh, basically that like this engagement, everyone's going to be like all big, you know, it's going to be a big public like corporate thing. Yeah. Um, and says, do you regret it? And she answers, no, I do everything for a reason. And then you turn immediately and it's not a Komatsu being written. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, yeah. So yeah, one of the, those little, uh, I think like pacing jokes almost that, um, uh, Yuzawa I loves to do happening here to some extent. Definitely. Uh, and also like, um, the answer I do everything for a reason is uh, it it really begs the question, um, which you know the the answer uh, might be not a Komatsu, but uh, I guess the question would be: Is the reason that you did it because you wanted to, <laughs> mm. or is it another reason? Um, you know, I hope. Uh, if I if I ask my fiance tomorrow, like, uh, <laughs> why do you regret getting engaged? And she says, "No, I did it for a reason." I'm gonna be like, mm, "Okay, <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> Please elaborate." <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. So just to like, yeah, it felt like just a, a very telling line space of from. Doubt. Yeah, it felt like a very telling line from Nana, um, and then also had this little pacing joke from from Yuzawa as well um which is is maybe not the only reason why nana does things but does seem to be one of the main reasons why nana does things Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah we get this brief moment of uh hachi seeing mew um and one being like slightly relieved that she's not in super formal wear either because uh, lots of people in this party are very formal. Um, and then... And then uh, Miyu being cold. Yeah. Um, the panels as well, like, the page in particular where Hachi sees Nobu um, and, like, makes eye contact and then he sort of disappears. Just a great, like, great comic. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. You know, great paneling here. Um there's there's a lot conveyed in sort of the the facial expressions here. Um, there's this way that I think we often talk about, like facial expressions conveying a lot in um, Nana in general, and in, she especially uses this like party arc to to really give you some like meaningful glances across the party. <laughs> um, Absolutely, so. and the the movement of the like the perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, is just really masterful. Um, it's just like the, the arc of motion that happens, it like perfectly uh, underscores the emotional, <laughs> uh, like the emotional movement that, that happens. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and of course, like her wondering, like, did he smile at me? And then getting the, the, the text of you showed up, thank you, Shin will be happy. Um, of course, last time he had been talking about, like, you know, if Hachi shows up, I'll change my opinion of her. Um, so, obviously some of that happening here. 
her um, continuing to assume um having these assumptions about what nobu is feeling uh that he's angry towards her and mm. and all of that uh where like i think again uh one of the things that the manga shows is that when people like turn away from each other or don't communicate for for whatever reason um how that void is filled uh yeah and it can be filled with like uh assumptions uh or like projections or or any number of um i mean all the things that we see (laughs) the course of the manga like this is being shown to us again and again um and so there's attention paid to that in, in this relationship um i think also this this volume in particular um there's been a lot of like these things where people are perceiving things in like you know that void is being filled with like certain assumptions and a a certain perception um and a lot of that those perceptions are getting challenged in some way um Mm -hmm. or at least like being put into a position where they have to like uh be like articulated or like reflect or like change in some way um and so of course like hachi also is going to this party with the expectation of like you know takami wasn't upset about me going to the fireworks like he's not the one who's going to be upset about this um this is kind of like what she's leading into and her worry when she's in the car is like oh nobu will be upset like blast must hate me that's why they didn't invite me to the parties because like you know they they were like trying to look out for yeah they were trying to look out for like blast and everything um like even why i wasn't invited in the the first place and in fact we get this this meaningful glance from nobu where nobu had been talking about like oh you know if i see hachi there like if she comes i'll change my opinion about her because like she'll come to to you know knowing that she would come to make shin happy knowing that uh like takami would let her come uh, to the party as well, which seems to be like an uh belief that he has until it gets challenged later. Um, even within this volume, um, but then it's actually talking me here. That's the one that's upset, and all of Blast is like happy to see her, mm-hmm. um, and are the ones that are like, she's our guest, you know. Um, yeah, like when Yasu comes in and like uh sort of makes a scene with Takumi as well as like you know she's our guest, like yeah, yeah. And, uh, I guess the other, yeah, I mean, you flesh that out perfectly. Um, and then with, I, just to like, take it one step further. Um, I think the manga also is considering how, like, when people act on, like when there's a void and then people act on these, like. I, misconceptions that is when that's the thing that like drives people apart um yeah and that's a thing that like leads to tragedy um and i we see it also another relationship where this is happening all over the place is um ran and nana yeah um so yeah maybe just a thing to to keep in mind Um, but, uh, I don't know how much you want to break down the, the conversation here with Takami and Hachi. Um, 
I mean, I know, like, so a, a lot of why he's upset is specifically, like, this is work for me. Uh, this is more than, like, a, a smaller get-together. There's lots of, like, this is, like, a place where I have to, like, schmooze and, and be the celebrity. Um, and most people don't know about you. Like, the band knows about you. Like, our our direct managers and stuff know about you. Um, but, like, even people at the label, more broadly, don't know about Hachi. Um, mm-hmm. and so like, you know, this is my work and I don't want you here at my work. <laughs> um, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I think this goes back to Takumi has this worldview where, uh, I can't remember if he said it already, um, or if it just comes later, uh, but he, he views the, the world as a battleground, uh, <laughs> And therefore, like, his worldview is so determined by this idea of, like, people, the world itself being predatory uh, and, like, defined by conflict. Um, And that, like, drives, seems to drive a lot of his behavior, including, like, even underneath this here is the the concern of like Hachi will be revealed, uh, like you know you're 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 going through the reasoning, and like I think underneath it, um, the main argument that he seems to be making is like, well, you know, if people find out about our relationship, we can't we can't have that, um, and this is not like a safe place because nowhere is safe for talking to me except for like the house. <laughs> Uh, that he like, mm-hmm. except for like Hachi, uh, is what this ends up being. Um, and so Hachi seeing it as like, oh, it's a birthday party with blast and like my friends and blah blah blah. And talking to me is just like this is also a battleground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like it's a risk to have you here. Uh, but then in addition to that, I mean, if we zoom out, w- what's happening is. Also, talking to me selfishness. Uh, yeah, because he's like prioritizing his own paranoia and sense of comfort, if we can call it that. Uh, like over Hachi's need to see Shin. Yeah. Um, I I also want to like keep in mind his stance on this when something comes up later. Um, I mean, I guess I can like quickly tip to it, but we can talk about it more when we get there. Um. Which is, so, uh, Autumn has been reading through my copies of Nana and, uh, has been getting up on the, the deadline to get me back <laughs> more volumes so I can read them. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, and recently read the, the chapter where, uh, Takumi basically, in, in order to cover up, like, the story going out about Shin and Reira, um, sacrifices himself and Hachi and like their relationship and, yeah, sells and gives story. that to the tabloids instead. Um, and we were talking a little bit about how that's like, there's a lot of complexity there because there's still ways that that's like, even if, even as it is a like sacrifice seemingly that Takumi is doing, there's still a lot of selfish reasons behind why he's doing it. Um, and I, I feel like this also is like, there's also this way that this is tying in when we get there to think about like his 
uh, anxiety about their relationship being found out, um, and how much is like selling the story a betrayal of that or a way to relieve that tension? Because I think both of those answers are true. Um, yeah, or just yeah. like battlefield tactics, yeah, where like the least bad, <laughs> the least bad choices taken because like they're both going to cause damage. Uh, mm-hmm. But now it's just about like what's going to be the most devastating. And avoiding that. And also about, to some degree, about who's going to be damaged. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I also thought there were some, some key moments here. I mean, one, uh, there's the part where he says to Hachi, our romances and affairs, all you think about. Um, and then she thinks, all you think about is work, like a little bit later. Uh, and all you think about is work. <clears throat> Why is work the most important thing? Um, a thing that really resonated with me, a, a person with neglect or trauma and feelings about feeling like work is more important than me. <laughs> um, but then, uh, also this line really stood out of that's why phones and email exist. Um, which obviously is tying into this like running theme about, um, phones and emails and the ways that they are insufficient sometimes as like a, an actual means of communication, um, but here talking to me is just like, you know, you use that to wish people a happy birthday. Like you don't need to see people in person. Yeah. Totally um, insensitive to the, yeah. To like the difference, <laughs> uh, and why Hachi wants to be there in person. Yeah. Um, and of course we also get on this page that panel of the look that Nobu give, gave fused with the, the message of thank you. Shin will be happy. Um. Uh, and then we get uh, Hachi's... What, one of the great things about this volume uh, is, is how much it gives us of Hachi's interiority and Ooh. her thinking through her being highly aware of who Takumi is, what their relationship is, uh, and like all of the, pretty much all of the dynamics within, and processing that uh, extensively. <laughs> uh, and so here we get like, uh, Takumi is incredibly smart and talented, but he lacks the compassion needed to be human. I knew that from the start, but I chose to be with him. But if I keep doing whatever Takumi says, I'll end up being cold just like him. Uh, and this reminded me of, um, her, her thought very early in the manga about Asano, um, the, like her fear that, um, oh, if I continue on with this affair with Asano, my purity will be ground away or ground down. I can't remember the language. Um, but this like fear of being changed for the worse um yeah by these relationships uh and so this being called out here and then hachi like being aware of this um is uh interesting to remember as we go through the the rest of the volume yeah there's also a way that um these chapters in particular are uh, Hachi has been to some degree still like isolated 
um, and has obviously been having feelings about that. Um, but now is, uh, and I feel like we still haven't actually gotten to this, this line, which I, I feel like Nana is the one who ends up saying it or something, but that like, uh, is a thing that I, I return to in, when I think about Nana in general, just like as a work, um, which is this idea of, and I forget the exact wording, but basically like, um, you know, that people say that when you like lose something that's when you you realize like how much you appreciated it but actually it's when you see it again that like it really hits mm-hmm. um yeah and i i think a lot of this is happening where we then get like yasu's coming up saying you know she's our guest um and we get the interior from from hachi where she says don't cry please don't make me cry the future i'm building with takami is the road i agonized over and chose for myself uh i don't want to regret it but now i realize the price i have to pay um, and so a lot of this chapter too is her realizing her having to like face more directly and not being able to be in any sort of denial about like, uh, how much she has had to sacrifice or give up on like being a part of blast really. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Or just by, by choosing this. Yeah. Or, and, and even, and even just generally, yeah. like, being able to do because of Takavi's control. Um, so, uh, yeah, sorry. I, I think you pretty much, <laughs> uh, there wasn't much to add there. Yeah. Um, yeah, moving on from here. Um, so, uh, Nobu, uh, or Shin's trying to find Hachi. Um, and, uh, Nobu's like I definitely saw her. I this is a very another one of those like funny uh Yuzawa eye style moments where um Shin's like eh, it was probably somebody else and you just like mis- mistook her for Hachi. Uh and Wally's standing there next to Yuri being like I never mistake anyone else for her. Uh-huh. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. But uh the subtle joke in the background that they yeah. look very similar. Uh and then their their similarity is also like a subject of attention uh, throughout yeah. the the volume. Uh, so yeah, great, definitely a great <laughs> moment there. A little nod. Um, and then uh, Yuri acts like she's sick, so that Nobu will take her to her room. Uh, which of course Shin immediately perceives. Uh, you know, now that's a porn star who can act. <laughs> um yeah yeah Uh, this is another uh one that made me laugh out loud yeah um we also got a great return of the i'll I'll call that when we get there but we got a great return of a a joke that you appreciated last time i'm sure you noticed it too (laughs) uh um well i'll have to rediscover it when we get there because i'm not uh it's not top of mind right now um but uh, we then get this interaction between Takumi and Shin, uh, where Takumi asks him for a light uh, in order to use the the necklace lighter, um, and then obviously happy nineteenth birthday. Yeah, starts the conversation with, <laughs> with that. Yeah, happy nineteenth birthday, and then immediately like uh, it's illegal for minors to smoke. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then immediately uh, calls out like you know, asks 
you let Rayra uh, borrow this lighter, didn't you? Um, and then when Shin tries to act like, oh, you know, there, there are other lighters like it is like, nope, same serial number. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Talking to you just like, up. yeah, totally yeah. coldly dismantling Shin, <laughs> uh, yeah. kind of turning Shin's game on himself here where like Shin is the one who, uh, he, he's the one who wants to be like coldly reading others and, um, calling them out and like coldly breaking them down this way. Yeah. Uh, and now Shin like gets, uh, gets the script flipped on him a little bit. Yeah. Um, and this is a moment too, where like, I think in many ways, Takumi is correct. <laughs> um, that like, you know, you, about the if, basic if you really reality love her, of the, yeah. Yeah. You, like th- this could ruin her career. It could like be horrible for you. Um, you are like celebrities too. So there's like a public eye on you where this is, um, you know, it's not just going to be gossip. Like <laughs> it'll uh, be like, uh, yeah, criminal, uh, criminal yeah. consequences. Um, and so if you really love her, like you can wait until you're 18 and like start things over then. Um, but of course, this is also coming from like deep selfishness from Takami, both in like the pure career, like, you know, uh, trapness is his job. <laughs> um, if like trapness gets fucked up, that's like going to be bad for Takami. Yeah. Um, and also, but of course, for, he's like, also deeply defensive of Reira and yep. yeah. Um, and has in many ways like tried to keep Reira pure. Um, you know, scare quotes on that too. Uh, he does consider it his, his greatest sin, but still it's a thing that he's been doing. So, um, yeah. and he's, he's deeply threatening in this too. The like taking the cigarette out of Shin's mouth and, uh, putting holding it, it out to his eye. Yeah. Holding it up to his eye and then putting it out on the wall behind him. Um, yeah. 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 Even when Takumi has like a reasonable ask, uh, <laughs> he, he's still, his, his methods are still like violent. Yeah. Uh, and underhanded um but yeah i it is interesting how um takumi approaches the situation because we'll we'll definitely have occasion as we go to uh think more about takumi's feelings about rira and rira being with other men Mm -hmm. uh and so is this the the fact that he's like, well, wait till you're eighteen. Um, again, it seems totally reasonable. <laughs> uh, but uh, how much is here of like talking me not wanting Rayro to be with, with other men? I think that's a truly open question. Yeah, uh, because there's a level that he seems like okay with it, and that's really not his problem here. Um, but it's worth just keeping that in the back of our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because everything he's saying at this point is also him, like, performing in some ways for Shin. Um, you know? Yeah. We, we can certainly read stuff into it, but he's not going to say directly how he feels about all of this. Um, so. Yeah, um, the whole interrogation is a, is a performance. Like, yeah. The way it's structured perfectly got a light, makes him produce the lighter. 
happy 19th birthday. <laughs> and just like, it's perfectly structured to, uh, completely like strip Shin down and, uh, mm-hmm. call and like, uh, back him into a corner, which he literally does <laughs> yeah. literally backs him into a corner. Um, and again, just more evidence that Takami is not just like, uh, unaware of emotions and things, but is able to very intentionally do things to, <laughs> to like manipulate people and, uh, you know, play to specific emotions and things. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, ending to, to that point, ending with, if you really love her, you can yeah. start over then, which yeah. is, is true. <laughs> uh, but also just like a total dagger, uh, mm-hmm. at, at the end of this, uh, yeah. breakdown. Um, um, so, and so, uh, Shin's really in his feelings when, uh, Hachi sort of snaps him out of it. Um, and we, we get this important line as well, um, which we'll get re- returned to, but where Hachi says, uh, cause, cause Shin asks, won't Takami be mad that you came here? Um, and she says, mommy's not going to marry a guy who won't let her celebrate your birthday. Um, which one, this is the beginning of, I mean, it's like kind of started already, but at this point, like Hachi is fully assuming, uh, assuming this position of Shin's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to like come to even more of a point later in the volume, but this is like really the start of it in which like she constantly interacts with Shin as like, um, you know, you express this, this feeling of you wish you had been like born as my child and I am now going to like step in as an adoptive mother of sorts for you. Mm-hmm. And Shin's um, reaction in this moment is also very poignant. Yeah. Um, you just get the wide panel of his eyes as he's like tearing up or about to yeah um and then of course talking me uh is there um yeah this is another great like i mean the the manga itself is just like on fire at this point mm-hmm. um this is some of the so greatest well comics writing of all time <laughs> yeah and the the movement uh, like of the panels uh like going going down to the wide shot of Shin's eyes, which is like could it be poignant? And then we zoom out, um, and we see their full embrace. We see Yasu there, but then we also see like looming in the background, Takami with the record label guys, uh, yeah. and Takami positioned such like to be watching them. Uh, yeah. So just a lot going on with then the the text in between of I'm putting my life on the line. Yeah. Um. Of Hachi's thought here. Um. And we, we get here the beginning of her thinking through options, um, you know, if this ends with the relationship ending, um, you know, if Takumi dishes me, she says. Um, and so it's like, you know, obviously I can go with my parents, but what I really want is to go to apartment 707. Um, and, I you know, I think the, the most important thing here in her thinking about, I don't want to go to my parents, I want to go to room... 707 i want to go back to that apartment is i just want to raise my child surrounded by love in that apartment where good friends gather even without a father my child will grow up happy and honest um and then this is also another one of those big moments of uh like i'll I'll read the thing my kid might look like takumi but it will be happy and honest like nobu 
Um, there is a way in which the view that we get of Ren in the future somewhat looks like Nobu, especially with like the hair and stuff. Um, there's also this note, uh, at some point, I think Nobu talks about, um, would want to teach guitar to Hachi's child. Um, and Ren knows guitar. Um, but then of course, Ren seems to act like Takumi. Uh, Mm -hmm. it has sort of this brooding. So uh, once again, one of those things. If I remember correctly, kind of has like Takumi-esque eyes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, one of those other things pointing to Yuzawa I loves the dramatic irony. Uh, here we have Hachi expressing a desire for her child to, you know, that he might look like Takumi, but would be happy and honest like Nobu. Um, and the future might be the, the reverse. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um we then get uh Nobu, Nobu and, Yuri and, and Yuri here. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, I laughed again at the give me an injection quick. <laughs> um and then like the little splurting syringe. <laughs> yeah. Uh Yuri continuing to uh with her porno acting <laughs> yeah <laughs> like fully doing the uh the porno acting thing here mm-hmm. uh and nobu nobu loves it <laughs> uh but i think the the first thing to notice is that um so yeah nobu loves the like the porno lines but he's still not uh gonna have sex with her like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't do it for him that much. Uh yeah. Because he's like, Yuri, I'm sorry, I can't there's someone I can't get out of my head. Um and then she pushes back, so what? Everyone has a lover too they can't forget. You got a long life ahead of you, Nobu. You gotta try to move on. Uh and then he's like crying, uh still doesn't appear to be like intent on having sex. Uh more just like in uh in his feelings as you said about yeah uh, missing hachi uh and says you're right i'm glad you understand uh but then all of a sudden uh we get this wide panel close-up of yuri's face which is noticeably extremely similar to many many other shots of hachi that we've gotten yeah uh, throughout this manga uh so she like makes this face that is yeah. so Hachi esque and looks like Hachi. It's, you know, it's the it's the um the like carrot uh like whatever shape to do like a triangle mouth and then like carrot like emoji face like kamoji yeah, face. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Closed yeah, just eyes, like, big smile, just yeah. full on like exuberant, joyous, like laughing smile. Yeah, uh, and then there seems to be a shift where Nobu is like disarmed by this. Um, and, uh, Yuri, uh, just like goes for it, (laughs) uh, puts his hand on, on her, uh, on her chest and like starts seducing him. I mean, he, she kind of takes his hand and puts it on, on her chest, but uh, yeah, definitely takes it. Yeah. He's down from his mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then there's also like a little bit of Nobu being earnest here, uh, which we then have this, um, I think, 
important exchange of Yuri saying, I know it's hard to believe, but I used to be so innocent. But in this business, being pure and honest didn't get me anywhere. And Nobu says, yeah, I'm already getting sick of the music biz. Uh, uh, I'll just point out here, uh, we have a, con- a contrast to Hachi's comments immediately prior, where she is, val- where she values Nobu's purity and honesty. Yeah. Uh, um, so a connection here. Yeah. Uh, oh. And then uh, Nobu, like, I'm getting sick of the music biz. Uh, Yuri reacting, like, seem- seeming to think that that means he's, like, going to quit. Um, and he says, but I'm just going with it. And then she, her expression softens and she goes in for the, the kiss um, and says, I'll make you forget all about the bad things. Um, so Yuri's then, proposition being, uh, not to jump ahead of you, but, uh, the proposition here seeming to be not to resolve issues, but to rather <laughs> forget or ignore them, um, yeah. and drown them in pleasure. Uh, so, uh, yeah. maybe, maybe this is uh. something that will continue to happen. Well, and also this, um, I'll make you forget it all about the bad things. And then we immediately get Hachi and it's specifically just her being like, um, you know, oh, I'll, I'll make sure to like plan the day for Shin's birthday. Um, you know, I remembered it or it seems like Hachi asked Nobu about his birthday. Uh, yeah. I this, think like, this started. is like um, Nobu's memory that's happening yeah, here. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, he's definitely, like, remembering this moment, um, and, uh, her remembering, like, Shin's birthday from that, um, and then, uh, having this, oh, yeah, we'll all celebrate, like, when it turns midnight for your birthday, I'll bake you a cake and everything, uh, which obviously, one, this probably isn't gonna happen now, (laughs) so some of the forgetting about the bad things, um, and then also, Yuzawa I also, like, in addition to being a, a great, like, manga artist, great storyteller, uh, also knows that she is, like, writing something that is going to be read over, especially in the initial run, a very long period of time. Um, and so even though there's not a lot of uh, opportunity for Hachi to have this really big smile here, uh, she does give it to us here just to make sure that we knew and we remembered. Yeah, that we that we see <laughs> yeah. the parallel because yeah. yeah, if you flip back a couple pages and then look, it's, it's yeah. so dead on. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like the same face, like the the eyebrows are slightly thicker for for Yuri. Yeah, but drawn like literally yeah. the exact same way. Yeah. Um. And then this is, like, uh, Nobu really gets into it, I guess I will say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and ag- aggressive, like, in an aggressive way that we haven't, that seems almost out of character. Yeah. Um, but there's, like, this kind of um, explosion of feeling that includes aggression, uh, which we can think about. Um, I think this ties in... Uh, this is almost like a early uh, anticipation of, of this volume 13 theme um, that we're going to get to. But uh, I think it's important that like the aggression is, is shown 
and that it's like somewhat shocking for the reader uh because it's so like out of character for nobu yeah um we also get and i i feel like this gets used a lot in this volume this like uh we we've talked about how it's happened before with like nana and nobu's uh feelings being like fused like there's a monologue that might clearly be from from nana or from nobu but like that feels like a fusing of their feelings um and so we also get this moment where uh this seems to be a specifically because there's the i wonder who that girl was he was with i don't see anyone around now wearing a red dress um and so obviously Mew knows knows who yuri is so this would be hachi's perspective mm-hmm. um also red dress here uh you know call back to volume one i guess to to a certain extent um oh with uh nana's red dress yeah nana nana's grandma and her 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 feeling that a woman in a red dress is is you know trying to have sex with a man basically um which yuri definitely seems to be (laughs) uh yeah (laughs) Uh, at the very least she is confirming the stereotype even if it's not true (laughs) yeah oh i think it's i think probably the the one thing we can say without qualification is that yuri does want to have sex with nobu yeah uh um <laughs> that seems yeah, quite the, clear this voiceover nana's total or nobu's totally mia i wonder who that girl was uh he was with i don't see anyone now wearing a red dress i wonder where he ran off to i wonder what they're doing i let him go but i uh, selfishly feel her anyway and that hurts me even more um again this seems to be from hachi's perspective and yet we get the uh dialogue or like the the text boxes being overlaid with Mio here mm-hmm. um who also seem to have some feelings for Nobu um so yeah, again the I, connections I think, happening yeah i think uh Yuzawa Ai is really good at using this technique to like show when when multiple characters are having similar feelings um yeah uh one of the things just to like keep on some more praise for um Ayazawa. Uh one of the things that has always impressed me about this manga is the way that uh the introduction of Miu and Yuri is really important. Uh and they I mean they'll become major characters uh from this point on. Uh but especially starting in volume thirteen, we get a lot more like focus on them and development. Yeah. Uh and having these characters come in like late introduced characters having in even with the late introduction being incredibly well developed and like integrated into the story and meaningfully elucidating the like pre the pre-existing characters who are like the core characters uh is like really impressive. And then we also get this with like uh Misada Uehara, the real one. Um yeah. other characters who are introduced late, like are fully are also like extremely well fleshed out and deeply felt. Um Yeah, we haven't we haven't even gotten to the fan club precedent, Shion. Yeah, um, Shion as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um So I feel like she's like one of the last like you know 
feels like a main character to me when I think of the arc of Nana. Uh, I think she's like the last one who gets like introduced. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but so yeah, with that in mind, we now get uh, Miu leaving the um, the party. Yeah, uh, and also the the way that like, I guess the the sequencing, uh, of the manga, is so smooth. <laughs> uh, like, you, I mean, you already pointed out the way that uh, so we're we're moving from uh Hachi to like Nobunuri and then to Miyu, um, and the exact emotional connection that like ties these things together is like very deftly uh, portrayed uh, and like meditated on. And then like, but just for the, the movement of the plot and like perspective, it's so seamless (laughs) Uh, because like, as the connection is being made, you know, we have Mew reintroduced in these panels uh, and then it just like shifts uh so cleanly to like okay now it's on Miu and Miu is leaving yeah um and then this is like an important scene for Miu sorry yeah we get this uh exchange with Miu and Yasu um we can maybe talk a little bit more about like their budding relationship when we get the scene later yeah uh but uh key thing here um so um Talking about Nobu, Mew says, I hate him. He's still in love with his ex-girlfriend, but he let Yuri seduce him. He sucks. Uh, and we get this expression from Yasu, and he says, so you hate men in general because they're dogs. Uh, and she says, but you don't seem like a flip-flop like that. That's what I like about you, Yasu. Um, and then in a classic moment of Yasu somewhat challenging uh, uh, someone perceiving him, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, says, oh, really? Then I'll let you seduce me. <laughs> Total um, deadpan. <laughs> yeah. But obviously referring to, like, even though they're, it, it's not, uh, you know, ex-girlfriend, he's still hung up on Nana to some extent. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, deeper meaning here. Yeah. Um, and then also a- another great moment of multiple characters having their, um, like, emotions fused here or, like, parallels being drawn between them. Yeah. Um, we get what, again, I think is a, a Hachi thought here of, I want to be happy, but my heart sways back and forth. Every time I end up hurting someone, or every, yeah, uh, every time I end up hurting someone, I get hurt myself. Can you ever re- really be totally happy? Um, and for this, we start on Mew, and then we see Reira, who then approaches uh, Hachi and says, you know, Nana, sorry we couldn't meet earlier. Uh, you know, basically like, coming and apologizing uh doing a lot of work here too to kind of try and smooth things over a little bit from the fight with takumi i feel Mm -hmm. like yeah um giving her perspective on takumi yeah Um, and and tellingly being the like one person here who's going to sort of defend takumi and like you know try and make things a little bit better here um yeah. Which something they consider with their relationship. Um, yeah. And in the course of doing that, offering this understanding of Takumi that we've seen a few times already, um, 
where I, I think we've gotten this from multiple specifically uh he has a lot of enemies out there so he needs someone to be his ally at home uh and we've gotten this from nana's parents um also or from her sister uh specifically i yeah. think um and from i believe junko and kiyosuke have the same yeah. observation uh so like a lot of people are thinking this about Takumi. Um and this it also kind of seems to be what Takumi thinks about himself. Uh so this is also like an interesting thing to consider. Um that Reira seems to have this understanding of that like th- this is kind of at least part of her view of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, um, uh, Rayra, the Queen of Trap Nest, born with an incredibly beautiful, beautiful voice, was both beautiful and kind, and really understood Takumi. Uh, Takumi's focused on always keeping a perfect trophy by his side and guarding it, so he can't treasure anything else deeply. That's how I felt. So I think this is also Hachi. Um, yeah. And also, in some ways, Rayra is then the perfect trophy. Um, yeah, like literally the... The discussion of the perfect trophy is Takumi looking at Reira <laughs> with Reira by his side. Uh, so, yeah, heavily implied um, that that it is Reira. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we get uh, Hachi asking, wait, so where's Nana? Uh, and then get to the breath play sex with uh, the tie this time. <laughs> um, and this is where we get that, that um, you know, worry that I might actually kill you so- at some point. Um, and then also the, the moment of the text from, from Baldi <laughs> here mm-hmm. of uh, <laughs> uh, Hachigo's here at the party. Good thing you didn't die. Um, the, uh, the thing I'll say about this, um, so Ren says, Hey, wake up. You got to get up. Don't die and leave me here all alone. To which Nana says, what do you want? You hook me up. Are you killing me? Like, like joking, like blowing it off. Um, and then whipping him with the tie and like continuing to be like glib and playful. Uh, and then Ren, like, returning that somewhat, like, good thing you didn't die. Uh, but then all, going back and saying, I might end up killing you for real one day. What am I going to do with you? And then Nana says, I'll be waiting for you at the River Styx. Uh, yeah. So, like, once I put these quotes down on paper, um, so we have, like, Ren's desperation for Nana not to die. Uh and then Nana, like, being like, oh, are you killing me? Uh, and then Ren again fearing that he may actually kill her. Uh, and then Nana, like, glibly accepting. Uh, and it's it stood out to me that both of Nana's components of this equation are, like, glib and unperturbed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, acceptance. And Ren's are both, like, genuinely fearful. And, yeah. like, desperate. Oh. Um. Uh, I think this also ties in with Nana in particular having this like 
this desire for like if i die die with me um like which obviously has its ties to like a certain sort of um romantic trope that it is especially popular in some japanese media of like the um the double suicide between lovers um so there's like a certain tone of that like i'll be waiting for you at the river sticks is also like it's a little bit glib it's this acceptance it's also saying like when i die i expect you to die and like join me Mm -hmm. um is also part of what's in being expressed here um that this this is like go ahead sorry yeah uh and this obviously has like when, when we get to the the future and the position that nana is in um where we will see her contemplating death um after ren's death but then also having this reason where she's choosing to still be alive um being this like you know there's this continuous thing of like well if i die like ren needs to be with me in death um and then having here like in in the actual future ren has died nana has not done the the reverse and is still alive and is still like um you know i think it ties into like we've seen the the certain fear that nana has of like um if i die uh or if i go back to see blast then i will like rely on everyone again and everything and there's maybe this certain fear of like um is that a betrayal of ren in some way Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and and you know everything that we had so um yeah um and also thinking about trying to understand Ren's character um, and like his emotional world um, because this is something that I think is actually the in these like volumes the the last few and then um, this one as well Ren is a character who we don't get much of his interiority um, and I don't think that we um Without thinking deeply about it, I don't think we have are actually given a very good understanding of like what exactly he's feeling <laughs> and what's going on. Yeah. Um, but this scene seems like important in that regard because um, we're getting little like nuggets of Ren and Nana and the pro- like the progression of their relationship through this. Um. And so, yeah, Nana has this thing of like, well, the, the death pact thing. Um, I mean, I think fundamentally, and this, this is something we've talked about, but Nana has the, with her like abandonment trauma, um, she wants this like eternal love, um, this like fixity and permanence, uh, that, the notion of like being together in death suits that quite well. Like it makes sense that the idea of being together in death is attractive or like that the death pact is attractive um, because that's literally something like that's the definition of inescapability. Um, Yeah. Like if we have a death pact, we are like united inevitably 
it's impossible <laughs> to like be apart. Uh, and also this is a thing that is like eternal um, that I don't ever have to like, and in this way, like I don't have to have anxiety about lo- losing you or like being abandoned uh, because we have this ultimate horizon of like uh, bondedness. Um, that's just like, so it's so fixed. Um, but then of course there's not, that's not, that's not a great way to, <laughs> uh, to think about your relationship. Um, cause it's, it's so oriented to death. Um, and it, you know, it's suicidal in, in these yeah. ways. Um, and so what seems to be happening here is Nana is still like hanging on to this. And net and Ren is like, actually, I'm kind of scared about this. <laughs> like, actually, this kind of scares me. And I don't yeah. know, like, I can't quite say that right now. Uh, like, I haven't become able to say that yet. Um, but like, I, <laughs> I'm kind of scared, Nana. Uh, and this is like, uh, I think this is a, a feeling that has probably existed, um, that's been hinted at, but now is like becoming clearer that there's this divergence here where Ren is like a, a difference of feeling um, about this this core dynamic in their relationship. Yeah. Um, somewhat related to this is the. First time I think I have ever put a little marker for a thing that I want to talk about uh, in the Junko's room section. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. Junko's place. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> but uh, sort of tied to this as well, because as I alluded to before, there's a, a difference that's happening in the Junko's place. And it, it's obviously played for comedy and like uh, there's a, a more of a lightheartedness around it. But there's a way that it's specifically getting called attention to that, like, the main plot and then the Junko's Place plot have diverged. And one of the key differences, obviously, is that uh, Nana and Hachi remain together. Mm. And when we get to this volume's Junko's Place, we find out that they are dead slash in a coma, maybe? (laughs) Um, Suspended animation. Uh, currently being looked over, uh, looked after by George and Isabella, but we get this, the specific panel of both of them, like lying in a coffin next to each other, um, which is just like, you know, in the full, like funny pages at the back of the manga doing this other commentary of like, here are, here is Nana's desire, uh, of being together in death fulfilled. Um, and it's Nana and Hachi together. Um, and then of course, like their, their bodies are in these caskets, uh, you know, romantically laying side by side in the, the like Victorian frilly outfit, mm-hmm. um, hands clasped on their chest. Uh, and in the like ghost world, um, in the, the, you know, the ghost Adam, uh, they're like in his world here, uh, from one of our other stories. Um, there, they're just, like, laying in bed. It, like, in death, they have been, like, preserved in the the uh, part of the beginning of this manga where everyone wishes that it just stayed forever, where they're just, like, living together and being, like, vaguely homoerotic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah. It feels like both a, a commentary on, like, the relationship they have, but also on, like, a, an attempt to, like, keep everything in that state is, like, to freeze it in the way that it would be in death. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, e- extremely the first time I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I got to put a mark for here. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, cause I, I mean, it is part of the manga, so. Yeah. And it especially felt like it w- was coming up again here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then as, as Nana runs off to find Hachi, uh, we get from Hachi's perspective, uh, which is from the future and obviously makes sense when we know the future of like, uh, Nana has fled somewhere, is, like, basically in hiding, um, and Hachi says, Hey, Nana, I know that I can find you in any crowd, no matter what I look, or no matter what you look like. And in this moment, at the party, um, you know, Nana is looking around for Hachi, and Hachi sees her first and shouts out Nana, um... And then we get so matter uh, so no matter how bad a day it is, I can wa- I can't walk around being down. The thing I want most is in your hands. This is also coming up before we're going to get later. Hachi being like, oh, obviously the good days that I have with Takumi are going to balance out the bad days. Um, this is also suggesting some sort of shift that's happened in the future, where. You know, no matter how bad a day it is, the thing that's keeping me walking around is like this belief that if I f- if I see you in a crowd, I will find you. I'll recognize you right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I want most is is with you, like in your hands, not what I have right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then the the uh, panel that this is overlaid on is their hands joining with the the two identical rings. Uh-huh. Uh, so the the symbolism of the identical rings probably just we discussed last time <laughs> uh yeah engagement rings they're 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 married they uh-huh. love each other <laughs> <laughs> the the thing that matching rings normally represent you know mm-hmm. the, you know matching rings when people get married and they have rings that match mm-hmm. yep. yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware <laughs> Uh, you know the normal be symbolism between two people having matching wedding rings. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be me in a, a month from now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> shall we move on? Yeah, chapter forty-seven. Yeah. Uh, um, so starts off with uh, Hachi narrating um, the images of the the key to room seven hundred seven, which she's gonna get back uh, shortly. And she says, uh, if Takumi ditches me, I want to go back to apartment 707. When I said that to Nana, she smiled with a twinkle in her eye. Uh, and then um, very interesting uh, pages here following where we get like a whoosh. Um, I guess this is the view at the boot camp when Yasu and Nana are like out in the woods or whatever looking at the lake yeah is maybe that, is that right um this, that's the only thing be. that rings a bell here yeah uh so i feel but, like this is not um later on when we see i guess maybe this could be wherever um you know fake misato here 
is. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Um, so yeah, the the whooshing, even if we don't know where it is, it does a great job. It 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 uh, moves us uh, into a different location. Uh, we get the newspaper with Nana, the announcement of Ren um, and Nana getting married, and her image uh, with holding up the ring, and then the box cutter <laughs> uh, popping out. Uh, and then we have to turn the page uh, to see that, oh, it's actually, it's fake Misato uh, cutting out the image so she can put it in her uh, her 15th volume of Nana uh, images that she's collecting. <laughs> she has more uh, volumes of images than of manga exists so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Um, and then, uh, so we see her doing this, uh, pasting it in, uh, putting the the volume back onto her bookshelf, and then in the background we get uh, the television, more information about the murder of the working woman in F City, several years worth of photographs and videotapes of the victim were found in the suspect's residence. They were apparently taken secretly. The case deepens as more bizarre details emerge. Uh, so this uh murder case and the the news story of it uh is witnessed by multiple characters throughout this chapter and this the commentary on it uh establishes what i was alluding to earlier as like what i think is a one of the new like focal themes of the volume um which is like this idea of um, obsession and also like the relation of uh, closeness and harm. Um, so here, the first commentary we have on it uh, is fake Misato looking at the <laughs> Hernana shrine um, yeah. and saying, uh, in order to maintain your love, you have to have some self-control. So then why are humans hardwired so that the more you love someone, the harder it is to control yourself? Is God really the devil? Um, and this will be uh, fleshed out more as we go. Uh, yeah. But I'm also going to go back to the box cutter, <laughs> uh, which is so uh, jarring and shocking. Uh, yeah. And it's also going to come up at the end of this um as the the tool of self-harm yeah that's i hadn't even made that connection the the final pages we even get um i think it's actually just the same panel um i'm like flipping now there's like maybe slight there's slight differences in in the box cutter it's it's redrawn but it's like the exact same hand position uh mew going to to self-harm and uh, we get the same like, um, yeah. I guess it's a slightly different sound effect. The but, uh, box cutter uh, is slightly different, but yeah, the the hand position, uh, clearly like just traced over it. Yeah, match yeah. cut. You know, if you if you want from one to the other, <laughs> in a, um, in a movie. So yeah, so we get Nana's marriage announcement, and then bam, right to the box cutter. Uh. So immediately evoking this idea of uh, first violence, uh, but then yeah. also separation. So cutting two things uh, 
cutting one thing into two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I mean, it's, it's the, we're, we're praising the manga a lot, but then the, the, um, the movement of this scene is great too. Um, because we get this like jarring entry of violence. Um, and then it's defused immediately. Uh, cause we see, oh, it's fake Misato, uh, doing, uh, it feels bad to call her fake Misato. Yeah. She should just be Misato and then we can say real, real Misato. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Misato and real Misato. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) so, um, Misato like, oh, actually the box cutter was like her tender, loving devotion. Um, (laughs) to Nana, uh, this totally harmless thing. Uh, oh, but wait, here's this murder announcement that's going to complicate that's going to uh identify how like love and devotion can't either do or can uh mesh or uh involve like precipitate violence <laughs> uh and so i mean this is here it is this is the <laughs> this is the theme uh one, one of the themes for the volume um that we just get packaged like perfectly here. Yeah. Um, and we also get a, a somewhat joking development too, but this thing goes back to the party with, um, Oh, I feel bad. I'm forgetting his name. Ginpei. Uh, mm, yeah. Ginpei being asking Hachi, are you the Misato everyone's talking about? And then we get this, this funny scene of them being like, no, this is my pet dog. Hachiko. Um, you know, <laughs> Oh, when you're not looking at her, she like transforms it back into a human. But when when people are around, she's a, or she looks like a human, but she shapes just back to a dog when people aren't looking at her. Um, you know. Oh no, a shapeshifter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's also this like tying then of Hachi in some way to Misato, mm-hmm. um, or continuation of that tie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the line of God, humans are in heat all year round and nothing but trouble. <laughs> They're worse than dogs is great. <laughs> yeah. Genpei continuing to be really funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hachi also continuing to be really funny. <laughs> uh, where, like, there's just this general discussion of Yuri. Um, and Hachi, like, being like, her name's Yuri with the thought bubble image. And just, like, a completely... I don't even know what adjective for this expression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just like a hilarious expression of like, I don't know, like befuddlement and just being like miffed as well. Uh, it's also funny. Your immediate reaction to is I'll never name my baby Yuri. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah, exactly. Just like shouts yeah. out in her mind. Like <laughs> I'll never name my baby Yuri. Uh, Sachiko, maybe I can deal with that, but Yuri, no. Yeah, the classic like just Hachi stream of consciousness. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should have a boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and then saying out loud, maybe I should have a boy, as like a complete yeah. non sequitur, and Shin being like, "What?" <laughs> uh, but then to your point earlier, um, Shin like going into this oh but i uh i want a little sister um like 
leading into the whole like Hachi being his mom thing. Yeah. Um, and then Hachi still being like her stream of consciousness, <laughs> uh, like anxiety, uh, just like ge- generalized absurd anxiety. Um, like no way should you can't do it with your sister. Uh, and Shin's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, also like a joke on the like little sister complex thing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then in an exchange that, uh, has launched a, a million like lesbians on Twitter tweeting a panel from Nana. Um, <laughs> Yasu goes to stop Nana and says, you know, where are you going? Leave Nobu alone. Um, and Nana says, I know, shut up. I'm just going to smoke in the bathroom. Uh, and then here's the, the panel that, that so many people love to tweet. Men are so useless. I can make Hachi happy. <laughs> um, which obviously is, uh, like there's, there's the funny part of just like tweeting this out because, um, you know, great line to, to put out there. Uh, but also this is like this moment of, We've had this tension running so far between Nana and Nobu of, like, Nana putting on Nobu. Like, you're the person who needs to keep Hachi in my orbit. Um, All of that. And this finally does feel like a certain amount of um, Nana accepting that, like, she has to actually be the one if this is what she wants. Um, Yeah. So. Finally, like, speaking out this possibility and also yeah. like accepting it <laughs> uh so yeah there's definitely uh very noticeable uh panel for sure um it's also one that i so i'm interested in what happens between this panel and then the last, like the conversation that Nana and Hachi have uh, at the end of this volume. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think one question I would pose for us is like, in re- as we're covering this is like how to reckon with the, dis- the seeming disparity uh of this of these two points yeah um so yeah a great panel (laughs) uh for sure and like the movement a a a new like a new thing being said here for the first time um and then we'll just have to track and see where where this goes yeah um we get uh more of this news report with Nobu commenting, if you're that obsessed with someone, why would you kill her? Humans are full of contradictions. Um. Yep. So once again, uh, well, I guess another, uh, another step in fleshing this out. Yeah. Uh, but no, no need to, uh, we don't need to go over it again, but just, uh, the, I think, I've identified the pieces of the idea insofar as I understand it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to see the pieces like start being given to us. Um, 
And I I feel like there I mean there's a little bit in this conversation of um you know Yuri obviously has this insecurity about Nobu um and his feelings for Hachi um gets this like if nothing happened then introduce me to Hachi as your girlfriend um we will see how this plays out um I don't know if there's too much else you you have to comment on here but um so I think first of all the stalkers thing um just another reminder about how celebrity makes makes one unfree and mm-hmm. can potentially jeopardize your safety um or your life uh and then with Yuri uh just like she's just throwing herself so completely into Nobu um and like having this vulnerability um and this like outpouring of affection that is so similar to Hachi um where like Hachi you know she falls easily she's quickly vulnerable and she like has a lot of love to give and she gives it freely um and i think the, the a lot of parallels are being drawn here um and again we have like more drawings of yuri um things she's saying um emotions she's having faces she's making that i are all just so similar um i'm looking at the panel where she's like what are you saying forget it you make me sound like an obligation and her like cry face is also hachi's cry face yeah uh so that's all i'll say um about this for now is like the progression of this relationship um yeah i I, I saw somebody um, talking specifically about this volume. I forget how... I think I was just, like, trying to find something without having to go dig up the volume because I was, like, you know, having lunch at work or something. Um, but I found... Uh, so I, like, found the image I was looking for. But it was also, like, within a review of volume 13 that someone had written. And so I just caught this part where they referred to, like, Asami as basically just, like, Nobu's rebound fuck. And I was like... There, there's more going on here, uh, and it's specifically around this, like, way that she is so much like Hachi, but also in this way where Nobu cannot project this idea that he has about, like, purity yes. of women onto her in the way that he was doing with Hachi. Yes. Um, and she is, like, her own person and very, yeah. like, headstrong. And so, like... She never, even in the manga, gets, like, subsumed to just, like, being, oh, yeah, this is, like, a second Hachi. Because she's so, like, her personality is so strong, and, like, it's constantly coming through. Yeah. Um, we yeah, also get this. <laughs> that's sad that uh, someone reading, like, would read volume 13 and... Well, we didn't. We're not uh, engaging with the whole review, so maybe there's more. Yeah. It's just one line of the review. But um, reducing Yuri to that is kind of like mean spirited. Yeah. Um, we also get this thing, uh, which it, which is kind of funny and like like in a slightly like oh geez, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like this is a little bit corny way. It's the um, best kind of uh, funny. Nobu- 
yeah, Nobu's real good at fingering because he plays guitar. Um, but of course, is also setting up a certain thing because it's happening while they're hearing. Uh, Nobu thinks it's Ren, but it's actually Takumi playing guitar for Reira singing. Um, so we have this like link of playing guitar to uh, both something sexual and to love. As we're about to get Hachi watching this performance and sort of remembering the the uh, Takumi, you know, wanting to to create uh, music that would set the stage for the power and beauty of Reira's voice. Um, and then uh, wondering, I wonder how much of Takumi's drive is work and how much is love um, in this moment. Yep. That's a very um, good call out. Um, which, of course, also ties into, um, as we've talked about, the the ways that uh, some of the good... For some reason, most of the time when there's a, a good business decision, it's also very protective of Rayra. It's the one that's <laughs> very protective of Rayra. <laughs> Uh, um, the other thing that this is a, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, um, but this is a, a thought I've had while rereading the, while we've been covering it. Um, one of the things, well, I'll qualify it by saying this sounds like a really just like simple thought. Um, but for me, it was, it, when it occurred to me, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like this is really um this is this is really interesting uh not the manga is showing us how creative relationships are relationships in the way of like and with all the depth that 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 entails so like speaking generally now when you're in a creative relationship with somebody the way that that works is through understanding and some sort of like connection. Um, so like, and, and then that like allows you uh, to like complement one another and to produce, to produce something together that is like uh, arising out of the uh, like complementary nature of, like one person's vision and another person's vision. Um, yeah. And not just their vision, but also like their creative, like capabilities and their skills. So like um, Shin playing guitar, like Ren, um, like in, and then that allowing him to like step into blast uh, and like be effective um, because blast in of itself, like their sound is predicated on like each person has a style of playing their instrument that arises somehow out of like who they are. Right. Yeah. And so like mutually understanding the styles and like, uh, meshing together, like coming together <laughs> and having a connection, uh, like to create this overall sound is almost the same thing as like understanding who someone like understanding someone's character, like the underneath the, the real human who is like producing this style because of who they are. Um, and then just like having a relationship with that human. Um, and 
I'm bringing it up here because the the thing with like Takumi and Reira uh, as another example of this, where like, um, and then it's just like said, Takumi actually is like just says this directly, um, like, oh, only I'm the one, I'm the only one who can like create the music for Reira's voice, um, which is just like a really weird statement if you're not thinking about it this way, um, yeah. Because why would there be such an emotional assistance? <laughs> uh, like, why would this such be such an emotionally charged statement? Um, but it's because of, like, this deeper understanding of, like, having a creative partnership um, is, or, like, oh, one way of looking at this, I guess, um, is, like, predicated on a deep understanding between like two people um, that is then like realized through this medium of like their creative expression. Yeah. So anyway, so that was a tangent, but I guess something I've been meaning to, to call out as like, yeah, a thing in the manga. Um, and obviously it has its own resonances with like the stuff that's going to happen with, uh, and is happening, but we're going to see more of with, Ren and Reira as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we get Nobu coming down um, and hearing from Shin about, like, you know, what's actually happening with, with Hachi and Takami. Um, obviously a little surprised by this. Um, but then Shin asks, uh, is it my fault? Um, and here being, like, somewhat reassuring, um, you know, as if you didn't do anything. Um, and uh, Shin says, but it's my birthday that caused this mess. I feel responsible. You have to save her, Nobu. You can't leave Hachi alone when she's lonely, right? Um, and here, Nobu, in a moment of moving past Hachi, says, but I don't think it's something that other people can do anything about. It's not your fault. It's the big difference in their personalities. They have to talk it out on their own till it's okay. Um, but then is still going to shy away from perhaps in some ways just to be like, oh, things are, are not as good with Hachi as I thought. I don't want to immediately throw into her face that like I'm with someone else now. Yep. (laughs) Um, but yeah. uh, And then also like having a moment of, um, Yuri is just like so full speed ahead. Yeah. Uh and there's just like this moment of I think lack of understanding. Uh or like th- there's the moment of like okay, we're boyfriend and girlfriend now, right? Like uh <laughs> well, um I don't know if I'm quite there yet. <laughs> uh like as an assumption is made um and then like Nobu actually doesn't hasn't really processed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he will quickly. Uh, but yeah, yeah, just like in addition to, I think the primary motivators was what you pointed out. But uh, Nobu yeah. just genu- well, and- genuinely like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, also expressing this like worry about uh, the paparazzi and everything, like this sudden awareness of like, uh, we are also celebrities. There's like more we have to worry about here. <laughs> Yeah, like, actually, I haven't had a chance to think about this. (laughs) Uh, I kind of need to think this through. 
Um, but yeah, we also get the exchange with with Shin and Nobu of uh, Shin saying she knows the way to uh, the way guys tick. Yuri's a good woman; she understands men well. Uh, Nobu says, "Yeah, she strips you naked to the core. Now I know what a trivial being I am." <laughs> um, and then says, "I also kind of understand why Takumi wanted Hachi to leave the party." Um, but I didn't want to understand as like the smallest side. Mm-hmm. Um, he just wants to avoid complications because of who he is. It's not about depth of love. As long as Hachi doesn't get in the way, things will be all right. When the party's over and they're back home, I'm sure they make, I'm sure they'll make up right away. Um, maybe, so. uh, Nobu being overly generous, uh, yeah. to talk to me here. Um, but having similar ideas to that others seem to have about talking to me. Yeah. Um, although also here somewhat true that once they're back home, they're going to make up. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is the, what's going to happen. The road yeah. there is definitely not what nobody's imagining right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, um, we we Shin get this Yasu. Yeah. Uh we get a little bit of Shin and Yasu. We get people recognizing that um you know it seems like uh what? <clears throat> Watching Hachi from across the room, it's obvious that she's only thinking of Nobu. Do you think Takumi notices? Um and Yasu says, Maybe he notices Takumi's pretty objective and unemotional. Um Shit's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we, we get uh, Nana sort of also, because Hachi specifically having this moment of, please, don't anyone hurt Nobu anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And we, of course, we don't see Takumi noticing this, but we do see Nana noticing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here, uh, I'm sorry, Hachi. <laughs> In a in a rare moment, Nana having a thought and speaking it aloud immediately as a non sequitur, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she seems yeah. to be less uh, will suddenly say things than Hachi. But then Hachi says, "What?" Um, and here, obviously, the apology seems to be for like everything that she's been doing, um, but then sort of doesn't actually say the full truth that she seems to be feeling. When we get this this look from her, you know, seeing Hachi, seeing Nobu, um, and instead says, you know, you made the effort to come here, but I haven't been able to spend much time with you. Um, so, yeah. uh, then, deft uh, pivot here. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, offers Hachi to sleep over in her room um, so they can yeah. talk as much as they want. Um, um, and Hachi's, like, sw- swooning immediately yes uh and uh nana being like well it might piss talking me off even more is that okay and hachi's like i don't care i'm mad too he can't tell me what i can and can't do Uh, Um, and nana seeming happy by this yeah Uh, and of course saying oh man looks like you need the key to apartment 707 pronto uh and then hachi being like actually yes (laughs) i I would like to get that back (laughs) yeah uh, can I have that key, please? <laughs> yeah. Um, but then asking, also asking the question, by the way, where is Ren? Is he still up in his room? 
to which we uh noticeably get no answer yeah uh and uh cut to shin getting the text from reira um, i left the door unlocked get up here before anyone else comes up um so we have ren alone in his room and reira alone in her room yeah um we also get uh the great return of the joke that you loved so much last time um where you oh. know shin thinks <laughs> you'll ruin reira's career too and then uh shin says hey where's hachi uh and yasu says she went up with nana and shin says taking a piss together <laughs> <laughs> i lost so much when i got to this <laughs> yeah they went to grab a piss and drink it yeah <laughs> Uh, Yasu, I guess. <laughs> uh, even um, Yasu is like, yeah, can't can't just take this. Uh, can't uh, isn't unfazed by this one. Um, <clears throat> and Shin's heading up. Uh, Reira is heading down here. Um, so uh. And, of course, we get the thinking again about, you know, at least wait till you're 18. If you really love her, you can start over then. Um, yeah, Shin, like, like, trying to blow her off. But we'll yeah. see that he doesn't. Um, but he's struggling yeah. with that. Uh, Ren is not in the room. Um, but they do find his leather jacket, and he keeps everything in his pocket of this leather jacket. So he gets the key from there. Um uh, also, the note here, why does he have so many keys? Because he's got so many lady friends. <laughs> I wish um, I did, too. Yeah, I wish I did, too, from, from Nana. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and we also get this, I don't care that my wedding got postponed. If it led to everything that happened to tonight, there's nothing to worry about anymore. Um. Uh, but so yeah, they're like settling in, um, both overjoyed. Um, like everything is is aligned. Um, they can sleep in, like they can stay up as late as they want. Uh, and then um, Hachi having the thought, "This is what I miss: being able to spend the night with Nana." Uh, and then like right at that moment. Um, Takumi knocks on the door uh, like literally right as Hachi is saying I'm so glad I came here tonight um, yeah. Takumi shows up uh, is not in there uh, meaning Hachi Yeah. Uh, Nana is like defensive uh, and prepared to basically like stonewall him uh, but then Hachi comes out and is like um Basically unloads on Takumi, like, you know what, I'm doing what I want. Um, I'm spending the night here with Nana. Uh does notably apologize, uh, which Nana uh notes that. And yeah. uh we'll see her again apologize later when uh she really has no reason to. Um but goes on to say, um, if my existence in your life is such a pain, I'll move out. I don't need child support either. I'll get by somehow. Um, and just like, you know, th uh, throws down the gauntlet, 
uh, on talking to me, like, you know, I, I will in fact leave you, <laughs> uh, and I will do what I want. Um, to which talking me is like, Oh, I'm not telling you to leave the house or anything. Just come with me now. Um, so it's making this seemingly innocuous request, um, to disarm Hachi. Um, and Hachi says, um, okay, you know, sorry, Nana, I'll be right back. Uh, notably, we get this shot of Nana's eyes, uh, very dejected, um, which we, we can probably come back to in a minute. Um, and then Hachi's interiority, so we understand what why she has chosen to do this. Um, if I just really talk with him, talk to me, you will understand and forgive me. He's not that cold hearted. Uh, and then, uh, re reframing it. So we understand this is like later framing somewhere in my heart. That's what I believed. Um, yeah. so the irony here for what's about to happen. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, of course we get Nana leaving the room, uh, going to Yasu, who immediately recognizes something's wrong. Um, and, you know, she's already gone into, like, full, uh, I would say neglect brain mode here. Yes. Um, where she's like, you know, she said she wanted to spend the night with me and talk a lot. She said she'd come right back. It's a lie. Just, like, immediately, like, you know, she's not coming back. Um, yep. And then, uh, we see Ren returning um uh, i just I, ren's ghostly presence um yeah him like seeing yasu comforting nana and then uh, instantly like slipping away um we have this great oh. panel of like nana nana's arm like only her arm um the rest of her cut off walking away with yasu but like her um her Ren flower tattoo clearly displayed. And then Ren tur literally turning away, yeah. um, facing the other direction. Um, and then like seen walking up the stairs. So literally like slipping away. Yeah. Um, and then being stopped by um, Narita, I think that's yeah, who Narita. This, yeah. Um, who slips him some, some seems to be cocaine here. Yeah. Um, so, so the sequencing here, um, Hachi quote unquote, leaving Nana for Takumi, um, whether she is doing that is debatable. Um, but obviously perceived as leaving by Nana, like you said, Nana's like neglect brain. Um, then Ren sees Nana being comforted by Yasu and turns around and walks away. So we have the mirroring there. Um, Ren f having some sort of feeling of potentially abandonment um, or like some other similar feeling about um, uh, Nana and Yasu um, and then yeah. like triggering his, his like self-effacement and self-hatred um, and then that leading directly to, to Ren's drug use. Um, yeah. So we are getting um here again, um, some subtle uh, connections that are um, 
seem to be like elucidating um, the feelings that are driving Ren's uh, inner turmoil and drug abuse. Yeah. And we get the line from him as well of all humans who want to see heaven end up in hell. Does that mean desire is sinful? Uh, which immediately leads into Shin and Reira together. Um, and, you know, Reira sort of being like, hey, why weren't you, like, paying any attention to me? That's even more suspicious. Um, and Shin says, I was struggling, but I lost. Um, and when Reira asks, what were you struggling with? He says, love and desire. Um, yeah. And the subtext being, well, um, I mean, as the conversation progresses, uh, it, well, it might be worth reading the, this whole thing. Um, yeah. I know that it's not good for you if we keep seeing each other, Reira, but I can't let go. Does that mean I don't love or respect you? Reira then, I don't want any more pl- pretending or playing around with real love. Shin, I know, that's why you bought me. Reira, if letting go of me is love, I don't want it. Your presence is my only salvation, Shin. You're my savior, Shin. And then Shin, I made you a criminal. How can I be your savior? I only did what I was trained to do by a woman who's a perv and into pretty boys. There's more where I came from. Um, this being the first time that Shin has uh, either recognized or like outright articulated the um, parallel between Reira and Ryoko and like how Reira, the start of their relationship is like Reira exploiting him in this way um and like re uh basically reopening this wound of his trauma from his um sexual exploitation um and then Reira being like uh understanding this um at least beginning to um saying Oh shit, I'm sorry, please forgive me for what I did and said with having you uh Oh wait, no. Um Oh Shin and then Shin says, I'm sorry, please forgive me for what I did and said with having you pay me. Um and Ray was saying, let's try to forget all that. Um So uh reading the whole scene, um I think the reason <laughs> why I wanted to do that is because like we have the the mutual like hurt and the danger. So we know the danger of the relationship because of the conversation with Takumi. Um that this is something that is like extremely dangerous in these ways. Um yeah. it's also something that like has already entailed like pain and hurt like being inflicted um, maybe mutually, at least like definitely from Ritishin. Um I think we can say mutually. Uh, and then that like being linked to uh, Ren um, desire is sinful. Um, and I think all of this is like part of, the the overall theme of like closeness and violence um or like desire and obsession 
and then like destroying <laughs> the person that you're uh desiring uh we get all of these like views of how this is happening or present in these like various relationships yeah yeah so um, sorry if that was overly yeah. long-winded but uh <laughs> that's what i think is happening <laughs> yeah well and then also this this moment of like um oh and then leading into yeah what, yeah of course yeah then leads into um this you know very explicit rape is going to be referred to by hachi as a rape uh in the next chapter um and we specifically get like the description of um you know i went along with it because i knew it would quell takami's insane frustration but i didn't want uh, but I didn't do it because I wanted to make up with him. I did it to avoid the fear and confrontation of his wrath. Um, and then, uh, so there's a part when I got this volume off the shelf to read it next, where I quickly flip through because sometimes I'll just do that, be like, "Oh yeah, what 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 happens in this volume? Like, what's ahead?" You know, mm-hmm. as I as I go into it. Um, and I just saw the spread. Uh, that's the spread with um on one side. Uh. We've got the broken glass on the the ground, this the despair that I'd almost forgotten washed over me, um, and then like Takami from, um, when he was raping Hachi in that scene, uh, I can't stand that another guy slept with you. Just don't worry about anything. Just worry about me. Just me. Um, I knew I couldn't live with a guy like this. I wanted to go back to Nana's room as soon as possible, so I pretended to like it, even though it was one sided and painful. Um, and then we have the broken glass, uh, Mew here with the, the razor blade. Um, and then the fish, uh, in the, the water, which of course has been like charged with this meaning of the, the double suicide or the, you know, death together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just saw this like spread and immediately started crying, just like remembering everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the most like intense spreads in the the entire manga. Yeah, um, absolutely. This is a very yeah. heavy chapter. Um, and then over the the image of Mew self harming here, uh, if you know, we we got the Hey Nana. If you could reset this life that's so full of mistakes and regret, where would you start over from? You're the only one I can't erase, Nana. Since that snowy night when we first met. Yeah. Yeah. And then on to 48. So we start with the the broken glasses. um, And when I saw the broken glasses on the floor, I felt abandoned by everything in this world. Um, We then get a spread of of Nana and Hachi, like, laughing together at the table uh, before... With the strawberry glass. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Before sort of plunging immediately back into... Like, this memory of what happened, um, Hachi's perspective throughout it all. Um, yeah, including for like, the first time. Yeah. Her seeing the broken glasses, um, the panel of when Hachi was, like, first picking out the glasses, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the somewhat comical expression on Nana's face. Um, and then... Yeah. Um, you know, Takami comes out, uh, seeing her crying, um, and then, uh, you know, obviously worried about her being cut, 
um, and is like checking her legs. <laughs> um, yeah, there's picks also her up. the yeah. Um, of course, also the moment of hey, sorry for forcing myself on you. That might have hurt. Uh, and her thinking, if you know that's what you're doing, don't do it. Yeah. Um, which, um, uh, obviously, he's he's about to do again. Or he's currently doing again while she's remembering all this. Yeah. Um, and in that, it's this is, like, gutting. Yeah. Uh, um, there's also this, like, in a way that's, like, uh, at times, Takumi does this, and it's, as we talked Yuzawa Iowa often have people joke about things that are also true things. Um, and so this is one of those things that feels a little bit like a Takumi joking, but is also expressing a true thing about himself, where he's like, uh, you know, what if you have glass in there? Then I'll cut my base fingers on it. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah, worried about himself saying, in this moment. Then don't touch me. Yeah. Uh, um, the, um, the line of if you know that's what you're doing, don't do it. Um, mm-hmm. Is one of those lines that it it's very memorable, um, and and actually seems to say a lot. Yeah, for us, like thinking about Takumi, um, because this just like is Takumi, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, if you know that's what you're doing, don't do it. But of course, the context being like he is, he's doing it again. Um, yeah, and we know that he knows that like what he's doing. Um, this like, so yeah, a core dilemma <laughs> with Takumi as a character that I think we've been talking about. Um, yeah, but like it, it just very well encapsulated here uh, again. Yeah. Um. We also get this thing that's, uh, you know, we, we talked at the time when it happened that Takumi was intentionally doing things to, like, drive Nana away. Um, you know, the, this vindictive rape of Hachi that, that happened in, like, that we're getting the recalling to was mm-hmm. also a thing that seemed to be calculated to drive Nana away. Um, but we also see these moments where um, he doesn't you know, he's not fully committing to the, I'm just fully playing into everything to like he's, continue to drive you away. He's um, doing the opposite. Yeah. Um, and of course some of this is like the way that abuse works is people will, will oscillate between the like, uh, mean or cruel or abusive behavior. And then like the kind and, and loving, especially immediately after that behavior. Um, it's one of the things that like perpetuates the abuse because if someone is just like continuously shitty to you, if there's nothing um, that works at all, yeah. then yeah. Uh, and so often immediately after like the worst things is where they are going to then be the kindest because then they're like immediately sort of reminding you of all the reasons why you would be with them. Yeah. Um, so uh, none of this is to say that, that he's not still operating in abusive cycles. <laughs> Um, but you know, we don't get him immediately doubling down. Instead, he's like looking at the glass and says, Nana must really like you or more like she's in love with you. (laughs) I bet she's going to hate me. Um, yeah. And then going further, even when like, 
Hachi doesn't see like Hachi doesn't see it um and yeah. is like feeling dejected i mean the enormity of like the the glasses breaking and what that means yeah. for her um and so i she's think i like, got in her way a lot i think she was just nice to me because i was a roommate yeah like fully mentally like withdrawing because she's like so overwhelmed by the sense of like rejection um and like Takumi then insisting no she's obviously in love with you if i were her i'd be breaking glasses too um and then going on to say don't cry it might not seem like it now but you you will be friends again yeah um, um and, and again parallel to a scene that happened um last volume the volume before when she's like oh the the blast like they hate me and i can't see i can't ever see them again and and like doing kind of the same like beginning to withdraw um because of her fears and like um thinking that her assumptions about their feelings and then talking to me being like no like you're still friends yeah um Um, yeah yeah and of course to to like reinforce the ways that talking me there's still like uh abuse that's happening in all of this even as this is also supportive like he's saying this but he's also saying if i were her i'd be breaking glasses too like a reminder that that he's expressing love for her and in some ways he's able to say this because he is in the situation where he can be the one who's like giving care and and strengthening the relationship in this moment um in a way that's like more real or is going to like attach Hachi to him more than like uh, reassuring Hachi that it will be all right again is a thing that's also going to more benefit him in this moment. Cause he's the one there to like help out. Um, or it will so. like calm her down or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's kind of the, um, I mean, that really is the question of like, there's this one view of you can read Nana and be like, Oh yeah. In every moment, Takumi is just like purely calculating with the intent of like abusing Hachi and like corralling her um, and isolating her and like, making her dependent on him and like so on. Um, and I don't, I mean, I'm just giving my opinion now. I don't think that position in its most extreme form is, is correct. Yeah. Um, I think we're given to understand that, like, as you pointed out, all of this is occurring. Like this is an abusive relationship. And, all of this together, like, still constitutes an abusive relationship. Um, but the manga, I think, is being extremely, um, like, honest and humane and uh, probing into, like, yes, this is an abusive relationship, but what is... 
like what is this relationship really and who are these relation who are these people really and like why is this relationship abusive yeah um and i think with that in mind there is like at least for me there is a kind of like honesty that i perceive in this um especially given the alternative of like that that we were discussing before of like oh yeah no yeah she really she hates you like this relationship's over <laughs> um just forget about her like you'll find new friends blah 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 um and and doing this fully like dividing thing um but instead like the reverse uh in insisting the opposite and like insisting on the value and the like truth of uh the feelings that like Hachi's sharing with her friends and all of that um and again to your point that's not to take away from that there is there is like a way that this is also effective for <laughs> continuing yeah. the relationship for Takumi yeah the i mean it's also this way of like um you know not not that Takumi is always like fully calculating in this way but also like he is able to take this position now because he's in the like winner's position you know right um only after he has like yeah made sure to like handle yeah. the whole pregnancy announcement in such a way to like you know sec- quote unquote secure his position in that in this arrangement um, yeah. Yeah. Like now objective accomplished, like now he's able to do these things. Yeah. Um, I mean, also in the same way that like what's happening at the party is this losing of control that he has over Hachi uh, that culminates in this like, you know, controlling rape again. Yeah. Um, um, but I think there's a way that like, um, I guess what I mean to say is there's an honesty about like, Uh, like uh, a naturalism and like a veracity about the way Takumi is portrayed that we I just like see a guy like having emotions and like acting on them um, organically like and and again, it amounts to like a, abusive behavior. Yeah. Um, but there's a way that like it's too convenient, and like this way of like seeing abusive people and abusive relationships as like oh, this is like the abuser is inhuman, and therefore we have to like reduce. We have this frame of like their frame is the interpretive frame is their inhumanity. And then everything is going to be reduced to like, okay, they're inhuman. And like, all of this is just like, none of the motivations here are none of the like uh, emotions at play are like human, uh, <laughs> like emotions. So we're just going to read this guy as like, he's nothing but, uh, like all of these actions are going back to this frame. Uh, um, yeah. and like, he doesn't feel anything other than this. Uh, I think and- for me though, there's like a distinction though where because also one of the important things for people breaking out of abusive relationships 
is not that that when Takami is being kind to Hachi, it is purely from this manipulative, like conniving manner, but that also an important thing for people recognizing abusive relationships and breaking out of them is understanding how the kindness that abusive people express to you is an ongoing part of the cycle. Absolutely. Um, That like, even a lot of Takami compared to a fair number of people is honestly probably more intentional with some of the things that he does. Uh, not to such an extent where like everything is this perfectly planned thing. Yeah. Uh, but, but we also know this stuff about where, yeah. Yeah. This is a character trait he has where he is highly yeah. calculating and all those things. Um, but I mean, many abusive people are just purely acting on reacting. Uh, emotions and yeah, being in this reactive mode of doing something extremely uh, hurtful and terrible and then going into this, like apologizing, making things better mode. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's where I guess I say all that just to be like, you know, that, that level of sensitivity and awareness is like a big part of the portrayal of talking to me. Um, yeah. and that's why I kind of resist like the po- the other possible interpretation of like, oh, it's just, you know, it's only this one thing all the time. Um, cause I think there's just more like, well, again, it, yeah, we've, 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 we've talked enough about it. Yeah. I think one of the other key things happening, and I mean, this beginning of this chapter, end of last chapter is like really calling attention to it. Um, is, I mean, there's the cycle of abuse thing happening here, uh, but we're also seeing, like, the ways that things are changing um, because we're getting this return to, you know, there's the controlling vindictive rape, uh, it specifically happening, like, when Hachi is with Nana and as a thing that's, like, driving Nana away and Nana's having the specific reaction to it. Um, and also Hachi, like, standing up again to him and... Yeah. Like, yeah. Him not being able to control it. Um, and this in particular, this time compared to last time, like even the, the recollection that we see here, there's a, a more, uh, defiant standing up to talk to me after this than mm-hmm. before. Um, I mean, we still have similar thoughts, uh, you know, with the last time of like, if you knew it was what you were doing, like, why did you do it? Um, I forget the exact line, but now we get like, you know, what's he talking about? He raped me. I, maybe I should sue him. Um, as he's immediately being like, oh, I'm not mad anymore. Like, are you serious about moving out? You should just, you should come back home. Um, and here, uh, you know, one, so he's jealous, but he said it had nothing to do with that. There's like that certain, um, recognition of what's going on. Uh, but then, yeah, she takes this more defiant stance of, um, you know, he can't manipulate me like that anymore. I'm staying with Nana tonight. Um, and he's like, you know, give me the answer. Uh, I'm not a very patient person. Like, let me know if you're, if you're coming back. And she just says, but I have to move at my own pace. So at least give me some time to think about it and, and leaves. We get his like Um, comical shocked reaction. Yeah. And then he's like playing it off. That's cool. I can just write a good song about it. Should I just kill him now and get it over with? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you should. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The thing. (laughs) Talking to me and Hachi. I guess is like a final thought for now. Um, 
I don't think this relationship, like, th- this is this is me, like a heavy train of thought, but I'm never the type of person to say like, okay, well, here's this absolute statement of if if X then then Y. Um, I think it's very hard to like if you have a relationship where there's been a rape. I think it's almost like no way that that relationship can ever be a healthy one and work ever again. Um, again, I'm stopping just short of saying an absolute because I guess you know, I don't know. Um, so to say that, like Takumi and Hachi, like compared to other, like I think Ren and Nana could work. If they just yeah. like got some help and like maybe went to like counseling or something. Yeah. Uh, not that that's the end all be all other e- either, but like if they like got some counseling, like they could work and they would be okay. Um, Takumi and Hachi, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think that's true. Especially yeah. not at this point after, like, the yeah. the rape and everything. M- maybe if they had, like, an extended separation where Takumi really went to therapy. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, maybe maybe there'd be a possibility. But, I, I, yeah, I also feel like it would probably involve, like, more distance as well, you know? Yeah. For a prolonged period of time. Yeah, that's, um, like, definitely not going to happen with Takumi. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way he's doing any of that. Um, Nana, with her resistance to therapy, I think is still more likely to eventually go to therapy than the Dakmi. Yeah, for sure. I think if Nana got pushed a little harder by the right people, yeah. like she she would. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Um. But yeah, we we get a little bit here with uh Nobu and um <laughs> uh Asami Yuri, um. I, yeah. I don't think there's too much in this immediate moment um, other than the, the realization that uh, uh, she doesn't have anything to remove the makeup. Yeah. Asami's pretty, pretty hot in this panel. Uh, and I'm not even into like that. The dynamic oh, the, here. The, the stepping on no yeah. panel. Yeah. yeah. That's like not my thing at all, but uh, it, it is. You don't, don't want to get stepped on Connor. <laughs> <laughs> not, not particularly. Um, yeah, it doesn't really uh, doesn't really do you'll, it for you'll me. You'll never make it on Twitter. <laughs> this is why you don't post. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's what Twitter is—just getting stepped on. Uh, no, <laughs> Twitter is is tweeting at people. Please step on me, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, there you go. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm just not the right guy for that. Uh, but this is like, this is a great panel. Um, I'm not really into like, like feet at all. Oh yeah. I, I am also not into feet. Um, I do think from my understanding of people who like feet and people who like being stepped on is those are not, they, they don't have, Oh, there's not, Oh, there's not like, Okay, the stepping on yeah. the, it doesn't involve like any attraction to the foot. 
It's uh, just like the scenario. Yeah. Got it. It's the it's just the the being dominated thing. Yeah. Um yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um we have uh Nana uh you know, Hachi has in some ways <laughs> changed. She's immediately going to go to, to Nana, um, you know, but, but Nana still has this growing to do where she sort of assumed, um, that Hachi has given up on her and is already like quite deep into getting drunk. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we can obviously read into this is, a uh, her drinking her feelings, but, um, and boy, howdy, does she have a lot of both drinks and feelings. Um, yeah. But then there's a, <laughs> the the knock at the door, which she immediately, uh, you know, hopes that it's Hachi. Um, instead, it's it's Yuri, uh, you know, the the Hachi Hachi-like. Clone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say clone because that's too mean, but yeah. yeah. Um, Hachi-like. Hachi-esque. Yeah. It's just a shorthand. We're we're not mean to Yuri yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. We're we're pro pro Yuri. Um, and then uh, of course, uh, you know, Yasu's Yasu reaction. Be, yeah, <laughs> Nobu. If you don't want to die, leave now. <laughs> and Nana's like immediately like, uh, you know, fangs bulging vein on her forehead. Nobu, you. And then just immediately like <laughs> crying, big blushing. I'm happy for you. Just be happy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is actually a really sweet yeah. moment. Uh, um, I love Nobu just like accepting death as well. Yeah. Everyone else is like freaking out. Nana's like, Nobu grabbing his shirt and he's like, Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. <laughs> um this, this chapter in particular has a lot of Nana. Um, in a way that that is unusual for her, but you know, it's it's obviously tied to her being shit faced here. Mm-hmm. Um, really, just wearing emotions on her sleeves. Um, you know, the immediate swing, like the the being all depressed about oh Hachi, like you know, she's she's Left not me. coming back. But I'm here in case she does come back. Someone knocks at the door. I'm immediately hoping that it's her. Uh, anger at nobu immediately swinging into the like actually i just want you to be happy (laughs) um Mm -hmm. yeah um and then nobu being like she's scaring me (laughs) yeah her her saying be happy is scaring me yeah her being mad at me i'm just like yeah i'm sorry (laughs) her crying and saying just be happy she's scaring me (laughs) um but um there's there's a lot of good jokes in this the nobu yeah. like yuri ta- being like oh i need all these toiletries and nobu like if you mix it all together it'll blow up yeah <laughs> it's just such a long list of uh of things that she's asking for um but then nobu sits down to, to have a little drink uh and here's hachi immediately um and uh Especially once Hachi returns, we get this certain, um, like, you know, the, the reaction we get here of not a game, uh, sh- you know, shouting, Hey, I'm so glad you're back, Hachi. Um, 
<laughs> you're early. <laughs> um, but there, there's this way that, like, in particular at this point, she becomes, like, very childlike in, um, you know. Yeah. The the thing that she, like, wanted is has happened. Hachi's returned. Yeah, there's, like, a pure, um, like, childish mm-hmm. joy. Um, but, yeah, uh, in this, then, we get um, Yuri introducing yourself as the new girlfriend to the ex-girlfriend of Hachi. <laughs> Uh, some great reaction faces here. Absolutely. <laughs> the, uh, Hachi's just like, you know, um, sweat drop, like the lines across the face. Yeah. Uh, and Nana with boxing gloves. What a bitch. Should I punch her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looks like uh, Hitmonchan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then. Uh, no blow, this really sucks. Good, good luck, luck, I'm on your side. <laughs> Yeah, this whole thing, um, I do feel like there's a a trajectory with the whole, like, Nana-Nobuhachi triangle, where Nana seems to now have, like, more completely accepted, um, moved past, like, her the thinking that like nobu should be obligated to to do like to bring hachi back and like so on and so forth um like she has the realization earlier the panel that launched a thousand lesbians yeah um and then this that's like well they're already lesbians but launched a thousand tweets by lesbians (laughs) oh yeah launched like them doing an action in unison is what i mean yeah um (laughs) uh but uh like her carrying that forward here it, it, in these like genuine moments of emotion, like um, instead of being like, Oh, get Yuri out of here. Nobu and Hachi have to be together alone so they can reconcile, blah, blah, blah. Um, instead, just having empathy for no- Nobu, like, Oh, Nobu, this situation sucks. Like you're going to have to handle, like, this is going to be really awkward for you. Good luck. I'm on your side. Yeah. Um, there's also, uh, in the midst of this, so one, uh, Nana starts to referencing her, her grandma multiple times, um, which also get brought up again later. Uh, but again, there's like this certain childishness that's, I think, being tied to that. Um, and then, uh, there's also this moment that I, I thought was interesting where, um, you know, Hachi basically like stuff comes up where Nobu becomes aware that like Hachi was with Takumi in his room remembers what Yuri said about I I was out drinking with everyone like Reira and Takumi and then is like oh she was lying mm-hmm. <laughs> um which both like not as sort of joking about what was happening again in the way that she was sort of before as well oblivious that like it wasn't just sex that was happening in in both cases it was rape. Um, so that gets like reiterated again, but then also Nobu is like in this moment thinking of Yuri and not uh Hachi situation either. Mm-hmm. Um, and being cheated on, mm-hmm. which was the operative anxiety around like, um, yeah. Hachi and Takumi, obviously. Um, 
And then, uh, <laughs> there is a little bit of Nana, like, joking about Nobu and Hachi getting back together now. Um. And being, like, a little bit mean to Yuri. Um, yeah. Because of, because of that. Yeah. But, like, oh, you're Prekers? That means the Terashima uh, Inn is secure. Congratulations. Um. And so then Nobu, um sort of redirects Nana's en- energy here by having her sing um, karaoke. And she specifically does uh, this song, Urehime, uh, which we get some of the, the lyrics of here. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think the lyrics that like get pulled out are the obviously most resonant ones from mm-hmm. this. Um, you know, if I told you that I'm lonely... Um, the dream that I pretended to have in my grasp to you who's leaving, should I brandish it? Uh, diva, the hem of my skirt. Diva, toss it into the sea breeze. Uh, so sing and wash it all away. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, um, Nobu and Hachi's conversation. Um as Nana is like singing, it kind of gives them cover to like to finally have this um, conversation that they've not had. Uh, yeah, taking stock of, of everything that's happened. Um, and Nobu's like, "I'm sorry, um, I'm not in contact with you anymore. It's still just really hard for me. Uh, even if the baby's mine, I won't do anything to break up your family." Again, assuming like a a better. Seeming to assume a better situation between Hachi and and Takumi, um, but I think accurately, also understanding Hachi's intention to like that she's in it, that she has intentionally chosen Takumi several times. Um, yeah. So like seeming to try to respect that, um, and then Hachi's like. Um, if Nobu thinks that I think he's in the way, uh, let's see. Yeah. I didn't even try to have a talk with him. I didn't even respond to his emails. If someone ignores you like that, I guess that's what you'd think. Um, there's no way you could know what I've been thinking and feeling all by myself. Uh, the theme that we mentioned much earlier (laughs) about, uh, what fills the void when you don't communicate and, Mm um, Hachi coming to grips with that, uh, and then she's like, well, you know, I w- just want to tell you I didn't cheat on you with Takumi. Beginning to, like, try to explain all that. Um, and Nobu being like, hey, I don't want to hear it now. Like, in the end, you chose Takumi. Um, yeah. And then Hachi not quite getting it and still going forward, trying to, like, with this explanation of... Um, oh, but that's because I thought it, the baby was talking to me so I didn't want to lay that on you. Um, and then eventually catching herself and being like, oh, so then what? Like, what am I actually saying? Um, am I actually about to say that I did this for Nobu? Um, no, like that, that's an excuse. Um, no matter what I say now, it's all excuses to defend myself. Um and Nobu being like, look, it's really all right. Don't worry about it. Um, 
And then Hachi remembering uh, the flashback to the scene with Nobu at her bedside. Um, if I was really thinking about Nobu, I would have talked to him before just choosing Takumi. Uh, and then this train of thought is like interrupted by Nana um, breaking in. Yeah. Uh, giving some real lesbian eyes to Hachi here too. Mm, yeah. Um, got the got the bottle in her mouth suggestively. Mm-hmm. Um, the like blushing cheeks. Yeah. I mean, pr- probably partially because being drunk, but also. Yeah, but also, what did she mean by this? Uh huh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Nobu. So Yuri's been in the bathroom a long time. Nobu's like uh, beginning to call her by her real name, Asami. Um, yeah. Coming in. Uh, and then Hachi's like processing uh, that Nobu's in a relationship with someone else. Um, and the, the, like, the new distance between them. How that's representative of, of the distance. I, uh, I don't feel like I know Nobu anymore. Yeah. Um, and then that juxtaposed to like Nobu um, taking this step uh, to become closer with Yuri. Um, first going to like look after her in the bathroom. Um, and then he finds that she's crying and uh, is like, hey, let's go back to your room. Um, so going away from from Hachi, uh, if they do that. Um, and like, that's where you want to be in your room. Um, I'll help you take your makeup off. Um, trying to be really kind. <laughs> uh, and then she like, is just, she's having very intense, uh, and complicated feelings. So, uh, hits him and is like, Oh, you didn't have to introduce us. And you called me your girlfriend. Um, it's like making me feel miserable and nobody's like, Oh, but I thought like you wanted me to do that. Um, and then Yuri, uh, there was like a moment of silence here. Um, Nobu just like fully like, uh, sorry. Um, trying to make this better, trying to make this right. Um, and, uh, finally Yuri's like, Oh, I hit on you and you just went along with it. All guys are like that. Um, this kind of fear that she seems to have of like not being wanted and not having her um, feelings like genuinely reciprocated. Yeah. Wanted as like a sexual object and, and nothing else. Yeah. But not like as, as a person and not on the level of like, um, like love that that she is uh giving um and uh and then nobu like we get this moment of emotion from nobu which um i actually think is uh pretty poignant um where he's like oh so what like yeah you hit on me and i went along with it so what like (laughs) i finally feel like living again because of you um Maybe I just went along with it because I like you <laughs> and I'm enjoying like being with you. Um, yeah. And uh, like, oh, 
but like, okay, we're going to level now. You lied to me when you said you were just drinking with people. You're already messing around. Uh, what more will I have to put up with? Um, as he's like helping remove her makeup. Uh, and then Yuri being yeah. like, oh, well, I was trying to just hold, like, I wasn't really cheating on you. Um, I just I was thought... having drinks with just Naoki, and I thought that you'd like, you know, you'd assume more, and if I was drinking alone with Naoki, you'd be, like, bummed. So I was just trying to, like, smooth that over a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then we get a flashback, the, uh, um... Ayazawa making the connection explicit for us that uh, Nobu here, like, so we're thinking about Nobu's prior fear of being cheated on um, and how that was a factor in, like, the um, the breakdown of the relationship with Hachi at this, like, critical moment, um, which we talked about at, at that yeah. when we were covering that. Uh, let's see. Um, and, like, Hachi's specific, um, you know, like feeling not trusted being part of what made her unable to, to like talk to him about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that Um, flowing into her feelings about Nana. Um, and then finally there's a way that this is like, this chapter is, we have these bookends here where it starts with the flashback from Hachi's perspective um, and then this is like, um, this like internal monologue is like concluding the flashback in a yeah. way by providing like the emotional, uh, not uh, closure, but like by fully stating like what actually happened, right? Yeah. Like Hachi's feelings when Nana didn't show up. Like, this was the most devastating thing. Yeah. I was so hurt that Nana, who was supposed to be come with Nobu, didn't come see me. I went with Takami then, not for the baby or for Nobu's sake, but only because Takami was the nicest to me at that time. That's the way I am, always just thinking about myself. My only real fear is being alone. Uh, And whether or not this is the full truth of... (laughs) of the situation or just like Hachi having some, a reflective moment where she's also being like, perhaps ungenerous to herself. Yeah. uh, Is, I guess is open. Um, Um, But you know, there's, it feels like there's also still this truth of like one of the biggest things that would have made it, everything go differently is if Nana had actually come rather than run away. Yeah. Um, Uh, and then Yasu shows up. Um, Nana has already fallen asleep. <laughs> um, so, uh, interesting here that Hachi says, "My only real fear is being alone." Um, we get the broken glasses, and then we get Nana sleeping. Um, and of yeah. course, we know that um, this is also um, Nana's fear. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Yasu Yasu's back. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's see. 
there's the great bit of comedy of Hachi being like not as cute when she's drunk and Yasu's just like sweat drop, you think? (laughs) (laughs) The dominatrix Uh, passed out. Um and then Hachi resolving to uh to go back to um her house in Shirogane um with Takumi. Um, yeah it's our problem it's stupid to just avoid him and complain about it to other people um and then yasu smiling at this um and being like well good luck we're here for you no matter what we're all on your side nana which like yeah yasu just knows exactly what to say <laughs> yeah uh, um, I mean, of course, he could say no. That's terrible. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't go back. Um, but like, uh, respecting Hachi, like Hachi's resolution and her like her choice, um, recognizing that, um, and then within that, like within those parameters, uh, saying exactly the right thing. Yeah. Um, and she also recalls Shin saying something similar on the phone to her. Um, and with that, it was just, you know, no matter what happens, I'm always on your side. Um, and you hear this, like, realization that, you know, it it's all of Blast that cares about her still. Mm-hmm. Um, and that won't go away. Yeah. Um, and in in one of the, the great, you know, moments of... Um, there's, like, this, this growth that's happening here with Hachi. Uh, there's this way that throughout a lot of earlier stuff, she would sort of run away from the problem. Um, and so here, you know, uh, I'm doing the best I can, but if I go back to apartment 707 now, I just feel like I was using all of you guys to avoid my problems. If I just did that, I wouldn't grow or change at all. Cause in the end you chose talking me like remembering the, uh, no, no, saying no. that. I'll try hard and give it one more shot with Takumi, whatever it takes. Um, so this like moment of Hachi having this important growth that she needs to, to have. Um, but also the like tragedy that it's with, and I'm going to go back to Takumi, the, the one case where maybe you should just continue to run away from the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) And, and grow in this way somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Nana wakes up, doesn't really remember anything from the the you know when she started drinking. Um, so this is one of those I I think in particular like Nana's uh obviously there's a way that her being drunk she's like expressing a lot of her emotions freely in the way that she hasn't that I think is um important for like a certain development of her relationship with people. But I think it's also, like, an important thing here that we get this repeating of sort of the the big moment with the breaking of the strawberry glasses and everything. Um, and we specifically see how Hachi has grown from that. Um, and Nana has not moved as far. Like, um, she still sort of was not... She was waiting for Hachi to return to her. She wasn't, like, you know, going to to um, make things right in that way. Um, and when Hachi came back, she was sort of uh, absent to some extent. 
Right. This opportunity that she had to like, yeah, have this fuller uh, reconciliation, or not even a reconciliation at this point. I don't, I don't think that's really what's what's needed. Um, but to have this fuller like reunion, um, yeah, w- was is missed because of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's like this partial, but not like you know. This isn't exactly what Hachi seemed to be wanting when she was <laughs> like, this is exactly what I missed. You know, we can stay up late talking as long as we want. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we get here then, um, one, the note of like Nana has been sort of delaying getting the, the registered address for the marriage certificate. Um, Hachi is offering to do this because she's familiar with it uh, and sort of wants Nana to, to rely on her in this way. Um, and Nana's just like, oh, no, I'll, I'll do it myself. Um, and we also get Hachi sort of saying, oh, you know, our wedding's been postponed for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then... Nana also being like, oh, are you really going to move out of your place with Takumi? And Hachi being like, mm, I don't know. Um, I need to calm down and really think about it. Uh, and um, Nana being kind of glib, like, oh, more time to fight. Sounds awesome. But saying it in this joking way of like, um, kind of going along with what Hachi is saying. Uh and then Hachi, like, oh, what's so awesome about it? Um, kind of like, uh, it, you know, miffed. Uh, yeah. Um, about the wedding, like her her wedding being postponed and whatnot. Um, yeah. And, and, and Nana responds, uh, don't just give up, Hachiko. Life is about getting knocked down over and over, but still getting up each time. Um, if you keep getting up, you win. Yeah. Uh, uh, so somehow, these are the the two like points that I was referring to earlier. So we have the, um, the resolve of oh, men are useless. I'll just make Hachi happy myself. And then we have, um, oh no, like refusing this, um offer of assistance with the marriage certificate, which that's maybe more her own hesitancy to, to, to do that, to get married. Yeah. Um, but also like, Oh, well, um, this kind of soft, like endorsement of Hachi's, uh, leaning towards like, or her decision to, to keep going on the path that she's going. Um, and yeah. I say soft because it's not explicitly like, oh yeah, you know, go be a good wife to talk to me, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's also not, hey, actually, if you leave talking to me right now, I'll like, <laughs> I'll be the father of your child. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, the, to use the language that, um, nobody used early in the, the manga. Yeah. Um, so there's still a, there's tension here between these two, these two points. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, of course, some of this could also be in the um, you know, fear of how much is this reciprocated. Um. The it's still a big thing to be like, hey, why don't I be the father of your child? <laughs> um, Actually, it's like yeah, the relationship yeah. that we have could be. Let's have it be this whole other. Uh, yeah. 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 Like, um, let's have a romantic relationship, actually, <laughs> after all. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we get this brief moment of, like, you know, Rayra saying, why don't we do this again next year? Or somebody saying it. I don't know if it's Rayra or... Yeah, um, Rayra, I want to do it again next year. Yeah. Uh, and talking to me saying, if we're still a band next year, um... And then, uh, also sort of tied into maybe, uh, Nana's hesitance to, to get help with the marriage certificate, uh, the narration from the, the future to end this chapter out, um, from Hachi. Hey, Nana, back in those days, I desperately wanted to be completely entwined with someone in a knot that could never be untied, but bonds between people can't be tied down. It's more organic than that. Let's not be bound hand and foot. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Chapter forty nine. Um, <laughs> we also get in this little interstitial uh thing a uh, uh, like somewhat funny um Kinoshida here saying to Hachi basically what he said to to Ren of uh why do you just do whatever it. Takami says yeah I want to uh, hear your soul saying <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should be doing whatever, whatever you want, Hachiko. <laughs> um, and then the two news broadcasters who are having an affair. Yeah. On to the the final chapter here for volume 13, chapter 49. Yep. Uh, and we already talked about the um, certific- certificate of residence. Yeah. Um, Nana refusing Hachi's help. Yeah. But then specifically, uh, I want Nana to allow me to help her sometime, uh, in any way, but our love seems to be one-sided after all. Um, which, of course, we know that it's not, <laughs> but yeah. it's not being reciprocated necessarily in the ways that Hachi wants right now. Yeah, and to your point just a minute ago, um, still some sort of distance there with like both being unsure of exactly what is reciprocated <laughs> yeah um and and what their relationship like really is at this point yeah um but we get uh hachi here welcoming takumi home um and at first is like almost playing it off like nothing happened you know mm-hmm. uh welcome home honey are you hungry your bath is ready <laughs> Uh, just not even to, responding to like weren't you going to move out yeah trying to soften him up yeah um hachi also like having her own playbook here mm-hmm. hey so i baked some cookies you want to try some <laughs> shut out of the oven <laughs> um and and talk me somewhat thrown off of like this conversation doesn't some doesn't seem to be working is she talking to herself <laughs> um yeah. But, uh, um, and then uh, Hachi notably being like, oh, I'm sorry for interfering with your work. 
Um, like talk to me is immediately like annoyed by the one-sidedness of the conversation mm-hmm. and like confused about what's happening. Uh, and is like, Oh, you're already celebrated Shin's birthday. Um, and then Hachi being like, Oh, I'm sorry for interfering with your work. Yeah. Um, whether or not sh- this warrants an apology is highly debatable. Uh, yeah. But again, she's, well, she, she's had, she has her playbook. Yeah. And, well, and this is also the start of uh, a thing that I think we, we have, I think you first said it, but you know, we've described as described as like the heroic strength of Hachi, which is that she is mm-hmm. going to be the one to like uh, initiate and do the work of reconciliation with people. Um, and so she's doing it here. Uh, and you know, she starts it off with saying sorry, even though, like, there's a far bigger thing that Takumi needs to apologize about that has happened. Absolutely. Um, and he's never going to apologize for raping her. They, you know, that's never going to enter into the conversation. Um, and really, the the ways that he expresses something that could be sort of an apology is not saying sorry, but we also still got the thing of, like, you know, earlier there's the thing from Hachi of... Uh, I want somebody who's like going to make up with it and is going to express it with actions and, and not words necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do get some of this, but so much of it is like initiated by Hachi. Yeah. Um, including her being the one um, sort of forcing this issue of, so try to understand where I'm coming from. I'm like Shin's mom. So I wanted to be there for his birthday, no matter what. Uh, and talking is just like, what do you mean you're his mom? I don't know the details, but Shin seems to have been abandoned by his family. So his friends need to be his family now. Uh, so you should help out to Takumi. Um, and goes to so far as, uh, saying, you know, um, consider Shin, my son from a previous marriage or I'm out of here. Uh, and we get the like real pouty forcing the issue face. <laughs> This is yeah. a great, great Hachi face. It is. It's really, um, like, irresistibly cute. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and then Takumi, like, softly assenting, uh, but still being like, well, actually, I couldn't care less about Shin, but I can see that you really care really care about him. Um, so I'm, like, agreeing to this. And then Hachi being like, oh, no, like... You don't you realize care what less, you're, grabbing yeah. his neck. <laughs> yeah, you don't realize what you're what I'm demanding that you agree to. <laughs> it's not just like caring about Shin because I care about him. Like you need to care about Shin also. Like yeah. that's my demand in this moment. Um, um and, and then, then here he, he finally is able to flip things a little bit with uh, you know, okay, no, okay, I do care. If you care so much for Shin, why don't you do something? About what? About him and Rayra. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But talking me being like, okay, yeah, I do care. Like, here's the biggest problem right now. <laughs> 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 like, here's Shin's biggest problem. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, that, like, I'm concerned about. Are you also concerned? Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, it, it, flipping it, but also in this way of, like... It, this is what you would do this. You would also like genuine recognizing that you would be concerned about this if you did genuinely care about him. Yeah. Um, and so like, okay. Yeah. Like, sure. Here's, 
uh, then we should probably think about this. Um, we, of course, then get a, a cutaway to Shin checking out the apartment where uh, Nana and Ren live um, and getting a text from, from uh, Rayra or Layla uh, as he has her in his phone. Um, and, of course, he, like, immediately then slips out. Uh, but not before doing... This thing is going to be, like, a little bit of a running gag with, with Shin and Ren. Um, of, like, them making out and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, tired... <laughs> I, th- this was a, a autumn tweet, but... Um, tired, Nana is Yuri baiting. <laughs> Wired, Nana is Yaoi baiting. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> um well, we can maybe have more feelings about what's happening with, with Shin and Ren as it continues to recur, but um, right now it's like sort of this goof where, um, you know, Ren says, honey, I'm home, and Shin answers, welcome home, darling. Um, yeah, and Shin, like, maybe multiple things going on, but, like, Shin kind of, like, trying to fuck with Nana, clearly. Yeah. Like, trying to just, like, piss her off. Yeah. Uh, ran immediately playing along with it. But them, um, like, actually legitimately making out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, um which... There's also this thing in, in this moment of, like, tying together Shin and Ren as, like, the two other loves of Rayra. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, almost, like, jokingly creating a love triangle here. <laughs> yeah. Um, like yeah, like hand in the shirt, whole like yeah. whole ass making out. Uh, um, which I, I like. It does feel kind of weird to laugh at it because Shin is like fifteen, uh, but we've already yeah. well, I guess sixteen now. But yes, yeah, still 16. sixteen. But like yeah. we already, I think we've qualified that thoroughly and uh, discussed the, that element of this. Um, yeah. we're, we're aware that this is like how that is messed up. Um, so yeah. anyway, I, I, we can still like, this is still funny in the manga. Uh, yeah. I think it's okay to like laugh at this. Um, and also has this little exchange then where, where Nana says, Shin, I thought you were straight. Um, and Shin says, when was that people change, you know, but you never change Nana. <laughs> um, which one is like emphasizing this certain, you know, Nana has not progressed as much, um, as like Hachi has, for example. Um, there's also this like slight joke of, in many ways, Nana seems to have, have come into more of a, <laughs> uh, like awareness that she probably has these sorts of feelings for Hachi. Um, we've seen this throughout this volume and earlier. Um, yeah, like so, oh, I wish there's also you like a little I, joke to it. I, I like I wish you would change in the same way. Yeah, that you would realize like that maybe you're not straight. <laughs> um, and you're like already doing it in some ways. But, yeah. Um, but you're not gonna see Hachi and make out with her. <laughs> like I'll just start immediately making out with Ren. Um. But then we, uh, yeah, we get, um, you know, as Shin shows up at Reira's cut back to, uh, in the bath, 
uh, Hachi reacting and, um, you know, having some sort of awareness of, of Shin and his customers. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, this is a great conversation. Yeah. Um, you mean Ray was one of Shin's customers? Uh, I don't like to think of it that way, but I think Ray was really in love with him. And then Hachi, but Shin only thinks of women as someone to mooch off of. Ray was the perfect target. Talk to me. Well, that's really encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even like Shin? <laughs> uh, and then uh, Hachi being like, of course I do. That's why I'm worried about Shin being like that. I want him to love someone responsibly. Um, and then Takumi saying, well, if you're worried, do something. Shin wouldn't listen to me. Um, if the media catches wind of his potential prostitution, neither Trap Nest nor Blast will survive it. Worst case scenario, that'd be it for, for Shin and Reira. Um, and then going on, um, but don't tell anyone else about this. I think I'm the only one who knows what's going on. Um, if anyone, and then she's like, Oh really? And he's, uh, says if anyone else knew they'd be doing something about it. Uh, business is going smoothly for both trap nest and blast. Cause they assume will be popular. If everything stopped all of a sudden, a lot of people would lose money. Our agency wouldn't exist. <clears throat> Narita can go rot in the gutter, but Take has three kids. Uh, dot 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 but everyone just thinks about themselves um and here we also get more of takumi's interiority um at least i take this to um to show us in a way some of takumi's yeah. interiority um where first of all he's thought extensively about the damage that would be done um by like the if the risk in this situation was realized um so that is revealed like just how much he yeah. has thought this through and like about how much like would damage would happen um and then following immediately from that thought the frustration of oh like yeah all of this damage could be done but everyone just thinks about themselves. Um, and then reading between the lines, um, Takumi putting pieces together, like Takumi here believing um, that he has to like control, th- control things or fix, fix things um, because people can't be trusted because they act recklessly in their own self-interest. Uh, within a world that is predatory and hostile um, and therefore like if people don't uh, take care about these things then like they'll be you know subject to this predatory hostile world um, yeah. and so now like uh, well uh, no one else is going to do this um, I have this cynical view this cynical view of people they're not going to do it for themselves. So like I have to. Yeah. Um, but then also like, even as he's saying this, there's a, you know, he's also operating in a certain self-preservation Absolutely. mode. Uh, Cause this is about his business, his band uh, about Rayra, um, who he's very protective of as well. Um, 
And then there's also this, uh, you know, the the bath is like I think it's true. We're getting a lot of interiority from Takumi here. He's also a, seems very genuine in a lot of this. Um, but of course, like this conversation, uh, him trusting Hachi with this, uh, which then uh, you know culminates with him actually saying, "I said I love you," uh, which you know Shoji never said. <laughs> Reminder, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know somebody actually saying the words to her. Uh, so there are these ways that he is like um, showing care and love in like investing in the relationship, um, but of course is not like directly addressing the harm that he did. Yeah, um, and so there's also this way that like there's ways that Hachi is yeah Hachi is coming into this actually trying to make up about what the fight was about, um, and Takumi is making up like making up. Um, and trying to resolve that tension, but in a way that is still like very self-centered of here is this problem that I'm trying to deal with. I can't trust a lot of people with this because of how like, you know, this spreading is a dangerous thing. I will trust it with you, but also because I'm now aware of like you fully taking on this role of Shin's mom. Right. Um, and, and so like, there I is, already like, failed. Yeah. Like I tried <laughs> yeah. to fix this and I failed. So like, I want this problem solved. And now like, here you go. Like, I think you can, I think you can do it. I have no other options. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so again, this is like a, a genuine expression of trust that he has in her. Um, I think he's like genuine when he says, I love you here. Um, but also there are these ways that he is still operating in a, a more, uh, self-centered and selfish way than I think like Hachi is in this. Absolutely. Um, so, um, yeah, no question. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and we get, uh, you know, damn his words shot straight through my heart. I was really pissed at him yesterday, but I'm glad I didn't call it quits. I'll accept every one of Takumi's strengths and weaknesses. I'm glad I could feel love for him again. Um, Will she feel this way from the future? I don't know, but probably um, not. <laughs> yeah, for I don't, I don't think so. Um, Yuri shows up with her her uh, stuffed bunny here. <laughs> um, you know, I had a nightmare. Now I can't sleep alone. Um, and they they get into the tiny bed. Um, Mew immediately hears <laughs> and is like getting up to go do laundry. Um. And, uh, you know, Nobu and, and Yuri immediately ha- starting to have sex again. <laughs> so. Yeah. And Miyu dejected going down yeah. to do laundry. Finds Yasu there. Uh, of course, we begs the question of um, if. So we know why Miyu is down here doing laundry in the middle of the night. Um, why is Yasu? <laughs> Um, and, uh, Miyu kind of calls this out, uh, what's wrong that you're doing laundry this late at night? Uh, and Miyu says, you too, and you're drinking, <laughs> which is, uh, it's great. Um, Yasu with the sweat bead, so rare for him. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't sleep, dot, dot, dot. 
does not elaborate. Mew, the, the one person who can outplay Yasu at Mahjong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Other than maybe Takamiya. I don't know if we've seen Yasu and Takamiya play Mahjong uh, directly and what the results were. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it, that's that one little line is such a great statement of why this relationship is going to end up working. Yeah. Um, and then uh, asking him for change. Uh, they're like flirting around that. Um, and then as he's handing her the coins, um, sees her, her wrist, um, her bandaged wrist and like yeah. puts two and two together. Um, um, and then doesn't, uh, doesn't hesitate to, uh, immediately like go back in, um, with like, he reaches out to her. Yeah. Um, I should have come back here with you last night. You must have been lonely all alone in the dorm. Um, and she says, no, I like being alone. Uh, I prefer being alone too. Um, and Mew, uh, I can tell you're like that. Uh, and then he says, but Nana ran off to get married. So the room next door is quiet. Uh, so quiet now. <laughs> um, and she says, you're lonely. And then, you know, uh, one of those key lines that I think, um, also resonates throughout a lot of the manga where Yasu says being alone and being lonely are two different things. Um, uh, and that, and that yeah, really she cries lands. at this. Yeah. yeah. Um, like heavily crying. Um, yeah. And then in one of these, uh, maybe most genuine moments of, of Yasu, uh, being ready to, to move on in some extent. Um, you know, joking that he's Nana's babysitter, uh, and that they're going out on the road for a while. Um, and he says, uh, you know, uh, so I'm more worried about the woman in room 601 than Nana right now. Is that bad? Um, especially being like, I'm not going to be here where you are. So, uh, Mio, of course, being the the woman in room six hundred one. If people didn't get that, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then uh, we see them on the road. Um, uh, Hachi texts Shin here uh, again, fully in the mode of of mom. Uh, it's a little late, but I made cookies for your birthday. I want to give them give you them in person. Are you busy? Um, and Shin's like. Uh, I'm already on the road. <laughs> um, yeah, total like mom conversation here. Yeah. Um, um, you know, oh well, make sure you're well behaved. Like, you have to. He's like complaining that they have to self promote, and he's like, "Well, you do. You know, just yeah. buck up and make sure you're polite and humble. Um, and yeah. like, it's important to work hard. Uh." Even celebrities are working people. Interesting line from Hachi. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I know it's weird coming from you. You got fired for being a slacker. Uh, and then Hachi being like, well, uh, he's like, I want to eat those cookies. So affirming, you know, that the connection yeah. and like that they're going to see each other again. Um, and Hachi being like, well, they won't be good, but I'll make them again. Just call me when yeah. you get back to Tokyo. Um, and then hanging up and being like, well, I was, 
I feel like the conversation with Rara is a thing we got to do, like about Rara is a thing we got to do in person. But yeah. I guess it'll be fine because they're going to be on tour. So it's not like they can be messing around <laughs> while he's like all busy being on tour. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be fine for two weeks. Yeah, I'm sure nothing could go wrong. Um, and then also comically, immediately after Hachi being in mom mode, gets a call from her mom. Yeah, like, it's like Hello, Nana. Up. Yeah, we're we're on our way now. We get into Tokyo Station at twelve thirty. Can you come get us? Uh, I forgot. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then Takumi forgot as well. Yeah, uh, but eventually, uh, but his manager did not. Taki did not. Yeah. Um. So eventually, they all meet up. Um. Takumi like hugs Nami. In this, like, strangely intimate way, um, it seems like he's playing up. Like, there's the whole thing where, like, immediately Hachi is uh, obviously, like, mad and annoyed about Nami being a Takami fan. And he's, like... Like playing that up to like piss her off, and um, also to like probably to tease Nami to some extent too. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Hachi's dad. What are you doing to my daughter? <laughs> Just one after the other. Yeah. Uh. So they're eating. Um. I guess this is sukiyaki. Yeah. Um. And then it's a special occasion, you know. You gotta have sukiyaki. Yep, that's that's what we learned from uh, for one of the major lessons of Nana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then basically the upshot of this is um, they finally get around to talking about the postponement of the wedding. Uh, Hachi's dad is acting like a hard ass, but it turns out he's like totally <laughs> like, oh no, like. It's a business decision. I get it. Like total dad shit. Um, yeah, like, oh yeah, business. It's like, not your fault. Cheer up, man. Yeah, it's business. You gotta do what you gotta yeah. do. Like, blah blah. <laughs> um, and then talking me acting like uh, humble um, and contrite, uh, and um, making a good impression. Yeah. Uh, just. Um. Hachi's mom being like, Takumi, you're a sincere and kind man. And I'm just happy knowing Nana's smiling every day in such a beautiful place. Um, and Hachi thinks, actually, mom, Takumi's just acting this way in front of you. But in reality, he's a tyrant and a womanizer. Most days aren't so happy. Um, but then there's also this, like, teehee shared look. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, obviously, Takumi's, like, you know, we get his somewhat comical sweat drop reaction. Um, where in this, there's still this, this connection that like Hachi is expressive, um, and a know. dynamic shift to a degree yeah. of like her being the one who's like poking and prodding it. Um, like no, his, like kind of like calling out his, uh, flaws <laughs> and yeah. the like artifice of his, uh, presentation here 
Yeah, and it, it ties into this way that there's been, like, oh, you know, the relationship I have with Takumi, like, he sees all of my flaws, like, we are, uh, you know, co-conspirators or, like, criminals together. We see um, each other in this, like, unvarnished, yeah, full way. <laughs> um, and here it's, like, moved into this position where she's, like, sort of able to, to tease Takumi about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that being another core component of the Takami Hachi relationship that is like yeah what a, a big part of like why that bond is um is strong um yeah or i guess maybe we could i could describe it a different way um but like you know the reasons why the relationship does work um because there are some um even as there are many 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 reasons why it doesn't And then uh, Hachi continuing on. I can't remember if you read this already yet, but um, but I was happy yesterday, and I'm happy today. I might cry tomorrow, but I can smile the day after that. It's all right. That's real life. No matter what happens, if you hang on to hope, tomorrow will come. Um, and this is basically the um, unfull moon. type meditation um yeah. this acceptance of like the this imperfect happiness um and now it seems to be energized by uh nana's encouragement to her of like yeah you know keep getting up um so yeah yeah um and then there's the the forecast of the rain um, we get a little bit of Yasu and, um, Miu texting here. Um, Talking we get about the, the yeah, uh, we get the, the teaser of what's going to happen with the, the Yuri arc. She's, uh, you know, gone missing. Um, so we're going to get a little bit more of that coming up. Um, and then, uh, you know, them seeing all the fans waiting for Blast uh, in the rain, including uh, here's the, the real Misato Uihara, or uh, you know, Nana's sister, <laughs> um, who uh, has written a letter to Nana, um, and then finishing it out, uh, and sort of the uh, continuation of the thought um, that Hashi was having about, you know, I might cry to, or, you know, I was happy yesterday and I'm happy today. I might cry tomorrow, but I can smile the day after that. Um, but now we get from the future and we get this change to some degree in um, how she's thinking about that and maybe the relationship uh, with, Hey, Nana, if you don't lose hope, tomorrow will come. I learned that from you, Nana. But the rain that day never stopped. It still wets my cheeks to this day. The rain that came down so hard. Um, so, yeah, you know, so, some sort of shift happening. The, yeah, the shifting symbolism of the rain here. Yeah. Um, oh, we also get this, this, uh, little bit of a joke where now Shin knows about global warming. (laughs) 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 Uh, after not knowing it, what it was last time. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Are you, you still ahead something of... new, Shinichi? 
Yeah, Shin's ahead of a lot of people still, apparently. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's the volume. Yeah. Um. I I also did note the so I already mentioned the thing with the the caskets. Um, but also in the the Nana the family times in the back here the Yazawa family times. Um. I did like the little note of um, in the manga, people refer to blast songs as something high school girls wouldn't sing at karaoke, but because this is a movie's theme song, it was created with love. So anyone can get intimate with it. The lyrics are easy to memorize. So sing it loud at karaoke and score high, Um, (laughs) uh, which feels in some ways like a a slightly comical, uh, you know, like backhanded compliment (laughs) towards, uh, Hides music here. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, quite possibly. You know, the the glamorous sky theme song from the Nana movie. Maybe not actually the most accurate representation of what blast music would sound like, uh, but um, still good. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely way more visual guy than I I imagine. Um, blast actually being most of the time. So. Uh, I'm doing the, the intro and outro music to this. People know how, what I envisioned blast music sounding like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that wraps us up. Uh, next time we will be reading chapters 50 through 53, which is all of volume 14. If you have me- emails for us, you can send them to ghostdiverspot at gmail.com. Um, please go support the network. Uh, Export audio, you know, a lot of great work. Um, Autumn and Nora are sort of like one thing with uh, Autumn and Nora is they sort of jump around between like projects and ideas so they're always kind of doing podcasts but it shifts around Um, I feel like I I am too uh, adherent to structure as the thing that allows my brain to continue to work uh, that I'm I'm very steady in my podcasts Um, so uh, podcasts that, that we do other than um Ghost Divers, uh, you and me, Connor, we do Pondering Putan. Um, so people go to exportodd.io slash Putan. They can f- find the free feed or uh, exportodd.io. Uh, if you go there, you'll find the Patreon. Um, not only will it have a link to the free feed, but if you become a patron for just $1, you will get uh, episodes of Pondering Putan and a number of other podcasts a week early. Um and I know one thing that people also enjoy is that you kind of get, uh, like, aside from Ghost Divers, and uh, at some point I should maybe just try and put Ghost Divers up on uh, Patreon, but then I would want to put the whole backlog so it's like a an ordeal to do um, that I just haven't wanted to do yet. And every time I don't, the ordeal gets harder. <laughs> um, but at some point I might, I might put it on there, even if it's not a week early. Um, just so it's also in that feed for people who want it that way. If you would like that, please send an email to ghostdiverspod at gmail.com telling me that you would like Ghost Divers to just be in the Patreon feed. You need, you need um, the encouragement might, to take on yeah, that the project. Yeah, that might motivate me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you get a number of podcasts a week early. Uh, you get everything in one feed. Um, so you also get Ornate Stairwells a week early in that feed. Uh, that's a podcast that I do with my friend Autumn, who I've referenced a, a couple times in this episode. Um, 
we uh, watch a movie together and then talk about it and also talk about any other movies we've watched and go on all sorts of tangents. Um, we had you on, Connor, uh, and I feel like that episode in particular had like a little bit more uh, Ghost Divers energy than it sometimes mm-hmm. has, but also compared to Ghost Divers, had more ornate cerebrals energy. There was more tangents. Uh, we talked for the longest non-homophobia zone <laughs> about a bunch of games and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but also I feel like if you were not on that podcast, uh, we would have talked for like a half hour about Barry Lyndon. Uh, we was still, we would have still like enjoyed it a lot, but, um, yeah, there's a little bit more deep diving, which, which I'm glad Barry Lyndon deserves it. Um, and then, uh, not part of the network, um, part of a different network, abnormal mapping, um, is around the long fire. So if you go to abnormalmapping.com slash long fire, you will find that that's a podcast that I do with my friend M. We are currently reading the Nibelungen lead. Uh, pretty soon we are going to be moving on to Beowulf. Um, and we also talk about all sorts of other things there. If people enjoy when I sometimes talk about Nerissa Ravencroft and, um, you know, VTuber stuff in general. I feel like that comes up the most often on Around the Long Fire because M also like is into VTubers, uh, watches VTube stuff sometimes. So, um, you know, just a little plug there. Uh, people can also check out like the other Abnormal Mapping podcasts. They do the Great Gundam Project. So if you if you enjoy anime, uh, that one and also. Your Uncle's Beach House, probably some good ones to check out. Although, Your Uncle's Beach House is becoming, like, their least frequent podcast um, as they try and focus on some other stuff. So, uh, but they do good, like, video game podcasts and everything. Check them out, too. Our sister network. Um, you can follow the podcast, uh, this podcast, at Ghost Divers Pod on Twitter or just at Ghost Divers on co-host. You can follow me at Voxwamnia on uh twitter blue sky co-host anything i'm on uh if i'm on it i'm on there as fox omnia where can people find you connor y'all can find me at rebelay r-e-b-b-l-e-a-i-s on twitter and co-host and uh, i've been talking stepped on over at twitter (laughs) yeah uh and i've been talking for a prolonged period of time doing these plugs where uh my voice wants to stop talking so um do, do we have a closer now? I feel like we're not talking about hamburgers anymore. Uh, no, this is our greatest failure as a podcast. Yeah. This is our only failure as a podcast. We've never d- developed a closer. <laughs> um, I think last time we did we last time just say Nanahachi is real. <laughs> yeah, we did. <coughs> um, I mean, it's appropriate right now. It's perfect. Do it. Yeah. Nanahachi is real. We can Nanahachi do is real.
We're not gonna make a zero zero seven. Um, let's just do like thirty seven. Waited for twenty seven to say that. <laughs> yep. Somewhere in my brain, I had already calculated the twenty seven possibility and decided that I didn't want that. Yeah. There was like a pre-conscious pre-conscious process. <sighs> um Should we do a, a drink check? Yeah. I've got uh water. Water with As my always. electrolyte tablet. Oh. Yeah. Um got a, a little uh juicing it up there. Yeah. And then I I think, I mean, we're never going to have a part where, like, they're together just, like, having the strawberry glasses in room 707 in quite the same way. Um, but I think especially, like, the keys returned, you know, they've, like, hung out and stuff mm-hmm. um, in this volume. So I felt like it was time to bring back the strawberry glass. Um, yeah, and, the, and they do reappear here as well yeah. in the flashback. Yeah. Yeah, they've been reappearing in the flashback, too. Um, I felt, I, I was like, uh, like the flashback in and of itself didn't feel like the time I wanted something else to happen. And I feel like there's been like enough things have happened that I can bring the strawberry glass back. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, I have the strawberry glass and they're, they are at a birthday party for most of this. Uh, it's sort of like a, a swanky birthday party. Uh, seems like there's a lot of cocktails going around. So I made uh old fashioned and and I have it in this um and then I figured just to like do the party thing I would have another cocktail but I didn't want to like make two and just have them like both sitting in here at the same time um but uh so Emily has gotten some of these um tip top proper cocktails where it's like a pre-mixed cocktail in a in a little can um and so I took the one that uh, is the bee's knees, which is gin, lemon, and honey, which sounded nice because people can probably hear in my voice I'm still having this like bronchitis stuff. Um, so I feel like that'll be a little bit nice after I have the the old fashioned. But um, okay. yeah, yeah, I appreciate um, you bringing something, multiple things to the drink check. Yeah, because uh, I didn't, <laughs> and I was sitting here thinking that. It was going to be just another boring drink check. Um, yeah. Which has kind of been a theme for us. Yeah. I also wanted this, like, like an old fashioned is like a, a classic thing that would be like at a, a 
celebrity you know, you, you might, birthday party. Yeah. You might go up and be able to ask for an old fashioned then you'd probably be able to make it. So I was like, I want to do one that's like a nice classic, like, you know, fairly simple drink uh, to start with. Um, and then I thought that like having two drinks, like two different drinks also kind of felt like a party thing. Um, where you're like, oh, I had that, but like, I'm going to check out something else. Um, and uh, the idea of there's like a canned cocktail that you're also having just feels appropriate in some way, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we could tie that into the, the themes of the volume somehow. Mm-hmm. The canned nature of the cocktail. <laughs> um, yeah. I just have black tea and water. Uh, yeah. I think I'm remembering now that at some point in the last, like few months, I think it was like psychopaths time. I committed to having more interesting drink checks from then on. Uh, and I've just completely gone back on that promise. Uh, well, you know, you're still trying to avoid alcohol for the baby. Right. Yeah. Just a yeah. few more months and I'll be able to drink alcohol again. Um, and smoke cigarettes in the bath. I <laughs> uh, just got to give birth to this baby. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So there's that. And then also, uh, there's the fact that, like, I find myself, it's really, um, I just don't always feel like drinking mm-hmm. when we're recording. Um, cause like, again, I- I've said this, I- I'm just a super lightweight, uh, and when I drink like one beer, especially two, once I start getting into the two territory, um, I am getting like a little buzzed and sometimes I'm like, yeah, this is the, that's the vibe I want. Um, most of the time it's just like, not, I just want to be caffeinated and like clear headed. Yeah. Uh, so that's why. And then if I if I feel that way, then I'm like, well, am I gonna just like buy a beer and open it and then sip on it and throw it away? Like that kind of feels pointless. Um, so maybe the solution is that I need to just like start putting shit in my tea. Like that's not alcoholic, but just making little. I think I'm lacking in cre- creativity. Uh, I'm like complaining and giving my reasoning, but I probably could still make this. I could still be doing yeah, you, like something. You could be like non-alcoholic stuff, like the seltzer water and the the lemon or whatever, but like other stuff too. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I might just need to. I need to get like reinvigorated on this, <laughs> on this mm. drink check promise. Um. So I'll 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 see what I can do for next weekend uh, which is yeah. our, our next recording of course um yeah uh i don't know if i have too much else for the this little uh post ed section yeah neither do i yeah we got a good like, volume I'm, out of us like i'm making progress in like final fantasy 8 but that just feels like a a puton thing at some point i'll just talk about it you know yeah um Oh, I yeah. finished. I finished reading. Well, also Puton. Um, I finished reading Fate Stay Night 
Yeah, uh, and I've I've done like one route, uh, is my understanding. Um, because uh, my I guess there's like three different routes you can do. I've done one. Yeah, uh, it's great. Visual novels do be having routes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like that. It's it's fun. Um, yeah, because I was so pumped at the end of the route that I did. I was like. It, it was just really, uh, it was really exciting to be like, oh, I don't have to be done with this thing. Um, like, it did feel like a great closure <laughs> uh, to the yeah. story at the end of the, the route, because it is it is quite well written. Um, but then I was like, yeah, but I still want more. Uh, like, I want to be in this world for a little longer. And um, I really, like, want to, because I did the route that, like, doesn't, that's focused more on like Saber and Tosaka. Uh, and then like Sakura isn't in it at all. Um, whereas when I first started playing the game, so I, so, I mean, you know this, but I'm saying this now for the, for the audience, I watched fate zero. This is like the first thing I ever engaged with from the, the, the franchise. I watched the fate zero anime and then I went right into the, um, Fate Stay Night visual novel. And if you know both of those things, then you can imagine my experience when like Sakura pops up um, very early on and like in the role that she's in. Um, and I was like, I'm going to give this girl so much love because she deserves it. <laughs> uh, and then like at one point you make one decision and then she just like goes away for the whole rest of the the route um and like you don't know that when you're making the choice uh and so anyway now i'm like going back i'm gonna do because there is a sakura route um i know this uh from just like context so i'm very excited to go back and like hang out with sakura uh for like a whole route and i hope that that is what happens but anyway so that's what i've been doing yeah <clears throat> um. After that, you'll have to do Hollow Ataraxia. Is my understanding? That's the sequel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I will. <laughs> um. I think I have enough momentum on this. Like I'm engaged enough with the the whole thing that I'm probably gonna go straight and and do the sequel instead of like. Okay, yeah, I'm satisfied. I'm gonna go do something else for a while. Yeah, um, which is that's more typical for me. But um, yeah, I like it enough. I think I'm gonna keep going. All right. So well, I anyway. I have not uh, played any fate stuff. So um, yeah, I I know. Yeah. I don't expect you to I'll, have. Yeah, I will have to at some point maybe check it out. But uh, my plan. I'll say this for people. This is not a, a guarantee that this is happening at any time coming up. Um, but I, I've already told this to, to the few people that I would tell. Um, it When I play Fate, I am just going to start playing Fate and not tell anybody until I'm done with it. Um, and this is a thing that I'm like, except for like the few people who, like I will probably tell you, Connor, as well, mm -hmm. uh, now that you've played it. Um, but I have so many people in, in my life who really care about fate um that like i just want to be like closed off and insular Hermetically, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> going through as, it, as per our um, tarot reading 
<laughs> yeah. And in some ways too, because I don't want then like the the expectation from people for me to like finish out on any time of time any kind of timeline or anything. Right. I yeah. wanna I wanna like fully be able to just like go through and experience it and then come out at the end and be like, I did it and surprise everybody. So Yeah. 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 See I have no I don't have that problem because there's no one who's gonna try to like talk to me about mm-hmm. it. Um I mean, you're well. You're anyone is it's, welcome to if yeah. It's not even like I mean, a spoiler I would be thing than happy. for me. Um, it's more just the like general like I have so many people who really care about fate that I just like don't even want the like being perceived how I'm like reacting to and moving through fate when I first right. go through it. Yeah, I want to be able to like come out the other side with just an opinion and talk about the opinion that I have with people. Hey, um, I get it. I mean, this is yeah. what I do for like ninety nine percent of the time with everything, so I completely understand, and you don't even have to explain it. Yeah. Uh, so I I support you. Yeah, um, it's just for you. That's like an easier mode to take. <laughs> Whereas if yeah. I'm posting about it online, you know, yeah. like I have to like intentionally choose to not be talking to people about it. So yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, whenever you get around to it on your own time, as long as you, you know, as long as you want to take, go for it. Just do your thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and well, I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to talk about it after, after you're done. Um, so anyway, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. Okay. Uh, let me make a little mark. Uh, quick, real quick before oh, yeah. we start, um, there have been a couple very slight, like cutout delay things. Okay. Ver- very slight. So I think we're good, but just want to give you a heads up. Yeah. Um, I noticed like one when we first started, but. Yeah, there was like two or three very. They were, they were small. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Good. Hopefully, I'll be okay. I didn't reboot the modem. That was the one thing I didn't reboot, but. Um. Anyway, I'm sure it's fine. 